Yes. Hailing frequencies are open. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our second episode of Clear Skies. Actually, it's technically our first episode because that was our prologue episode, but it's our second episode back. You follow? Well, which is also okay. technically a prologue episode? Technically the end of the prologue? Actually, no. This episode is actually named uh, The Stage is Set. So, dun-dun-dun. Oh. Oh. Remember when I used to give out episode titles at the top of the of the game? Wasn't that weird? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to try doing that again. And Hector would always grill me on it. He'd always be like, okay, so what's the name of this? Because Hector, <laughs> Hector knew that I was baking the episode title into the theme of what we were up against in that episode. So he was always smart. He always wanted to know what was up. How else would you know? How does that? Right, yeah. every stage, we destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so welcome back. Um, we are headed into the campaign tonight, which is exciting. Um, but before we get underway, we have a couple of housekeeping things uh, to get out of the way. We've got some fan mail. We're just going to get out of the way real quick. Oh, um, yay! Real quick, I just want to tell you guys, the fan, the fan art that has been just exploding out on Twitter has been incredible. It's so good. Thank um, you so much. I love it so much. It's, it's been so absolutely insane. It's been incredible to watch it happen. The memes. The tech memes. The tech memes. The tech memes. Wow, tech memes. How your episode lets you have two more cores? It's amazing. Yeah. John Mulaney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thread. The John Mulaney thread. Yeah. Inspired entirely by our <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Only want to be kind of kidnapped. Yes. Um, so the, the fan art's been incredible. Uh, they, they, it's been absolutely incredible to watch it all just flowing in. Um, also, over 4,000 RP messages on the League of Whimsy Discord server. Wow. So RP is well underway, and uh, apparently one Ravity has also jumped into the RP <laughs> yeah. like a um, mad woman. Yeah, man, it was <laughs> we got wonderful. You booked. <laughs> we have already had one holodeck dance party before <laughs> even taking off. So I, I, I bet you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought Jane did her party. Wow. That's go. nuts. Um, before we get underway with some of the fan mail, I just wanted to show you guys something and give a huge shout out to somebody who donated, uh, I should say, in partnership with the show, presents you all with this. <gasps> Whoa. Everyone, this is the official custom plaque that I ordered from Quest Design Canada on Etsy. This is a custom piece that we got. Um, this was originally the Discovery plaque. Yeah, is it pass it around. Oh, it's so solid. Um, that is originally the Discovery plaque. I asked for a custom piece so that we could get the Voyager era badge on top as opposed to the Discovery logo. And that was the final product. And it is amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's yeah. It's so beautiful. if you guys you guys have seen it before, oh, oh, um, we're going to find a place for that piece. bad boy. Just but, throw it at me. Um, <laughs> check out Quest Design Canada on Etsy. Their store is fantastic. The guy's incredibly brilliant. He's Canadian, so he's super sweet. <laughs> I just want to hold <laughs> By the way, welcome back, Bonnie. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. Hi, I never even came here. This is my first time here ever. Yes. Wait. That's, that's true. I, you know, no, that's actually true. true. No, welcome back. Just yeah. welcome. Welcome, Bonnie. Yes. This is a jazz pop. Um, Bonnie, you have been here before. I am a good one. For Clear Skies, yes. For Clear Skies. So, um, we got a big episode tonight, so let's go ahead and jump into the fan mail while that gets passed around. The first one, this is from. I bludgeon someone with this. You can totally bludgeon someone. That's what I said. That's what I said. Murder someone with this. That, that is at least like a D12. That is not very Starfleet. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> right, hey, we don't we do that here. Yet. <laughs> I have five more minutes. What? No, what? It's from Aqua Snakes. 54 Aqua Snakes, which is too much. Hi, Eric. Snakes. It's okay to read on stream, so I'm going to read this real quick. Uh, here's some coffee. Coffee. Black Rifle. Black Rifle wow. Coffee Company. Yikes! Whoa! 
silencer smooth. Okay, well, this is a hell of a day to be opening this coffee. Oh, jeez um, Louise. Uh, so here's some coffee to make your day go better. Um, uh, I do not know if you like it light, medium, or dark roads, so I sent you one of each. Aww. I like it all. I just like coffee. Coffee. Um, as you can see, they're made by Black Rifle Company Company, which may be putting, uh, to, uh, putting, well, I can't, no, it looks like the printer kind of chopped up some of the writing here. Maybe putting some people off as they are, oh, ah, yeah, politically. Yeah, I hear ya. <laughs> but you should say we should be inclusive. Uh, but one, it's damn good coffee. Um, two, it was started by and run by vets. Always a good thing. That's awesome. And employs vets as well. Also a good thing. As somebody from a military cool. family, thank you to that coffee company. As a vet, um, let's see, Moss was 68 Whiskey. Um, I do believe in supporting vet endeavors, as do I. Even the co-founder is a nerd geek at heart. Example, he wait, he waits the coffee in not scoops. The water has to be 187 degrees, not 185 or 190 degrees for a perfect cup. Means wow. three scoops and filling my mug with water and pouring brew. As for the coffee itself, the light roast is the one that I can drink without adding cream. This is excellent. Medium <laughs> <laughs> is everyday blend. Now. I'm yeah. gonna start streaming to this coffee all the time. I would suggest oh, no. you sign up for their emails and sometimes, <laughs> man, all right. This is a full sales um, pitch. Yeah. Right here. I love it. Full sales pitch. Um, there are a lot first. The current is the USS Ross is a US destroyer, DDG-71. Mm-hmm. It is the name of the first person in World War II to be awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor for Action at Pearl Harbor in December. 7th, 1941. He was a, me- um, a mechanist mate. Uh, so there is a thread of engineering between both of the Rosses. Anyway, oh, wishing cool. you clear skies, Jim, aka 54 Aqua Snakes on Twitch. Too many snakes. Lieutenant Valan <laughs> on Discord. Just, yeah, oh, sorry for the bad printing. Snakes, I guess it's time. Yeah, my printer does the fine. same thing. Thank you so much, Aqua Snakes. Yeah. This episode yeah. brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee. Oh, yeah. Sponsor us. Yes. All right. <laughs> Gnarly, thank you so Sponsor much for that. Um, okay. Sponsor. What is that? I'm sorry. I don't know, but it just says oh. catnip on it. Oh, catnip tea. What? So it begins. Gina is so into this. Wait, look, it's actually catnip? Yes. I can't even remember hearing about this. So, like, if you drink it, my cat will, like, go nuts if it smells my mouth? Dietary. Let's go to with you. That's true. Dietary Depot. This is from Beverly Hills. I don't know who said this. Yeah, I remember somebody saying this. Someone in the Discord. I'll find out. Yeah, it's amazing. Can I just say this? Thank you That is going to be so much easier to carry around at conventions than bottles of cream soda. Yeah. Wait, we don't need more, maybe. Let's yeah. not do all of that. I enjoy <laughs> tea. Thank you very much. Um, all right, so but last yes, one. But your cat will. Yeah, my cat's going to That's amazing, first. yes. I was just, like, picking tea. Last one. Addressed to clear skies. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Look at that. That's beautiful. Oh, here. It's a bag. Uh, keep your gift a surprise. Okay. Some colors. There's a note. There's a note. I just need that. It is. It's the theme. It says... Uh, for our new Cation doctor, I saw people sending you tea, so I figured mug was in order. Oh! That's actually perfect. I've been shopping for a mug that like would fit. I was like, I don't know what get the mug with the character. Ooh. Mackerel? And I haven't, I haven't pulled the trigger on buying one yet. Today's Bonnie wow, loses guys, her shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is so amazing. Well, Everyone's this is a good thing I was sick. Yeah. Everyone wants to take care of the doctor. Absolutely. It's a cat mug! <laughs> I was looking for a cat mug! This is perfect. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, I'm going to put my cat in the it's a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the doctor. There's a, in my defense, there's a monkey. Yeah. Oh, I'm 
monkey on the back. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's oh, a little fish. Oh, yeah, oh, that's where you put the teeth. I it's, know. That's, that's Regina the has the same I, mug. Do you? We'll be cheaper. We're gonna drink oh, our cat. No. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. Oh, now it's thank you. Now I don't know. I've been like, I, it, I'm not good at making a decision when it comes what to is this. That from? And I have like a, a wish list of like 30 mugs trying to decide oh, which one to get. Goodness. Now I don't have to. Serenbo. No, that one's awesome. Thank you so much. This is perfect. From Serenbo. Oh my goodness. Can I transfer? Can I run to a sink and transfer? The, uh, Maybe on the break. Oh yeah, I should probably. Watch it. <laughs> okay, we'll do it on the break. Uh, so happy. It was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. Um, that is all I have for our opening announcements, except, of course, just to remind everybody that we have a vampire campaign coming up. Ooh. Don't we? Yes, we do. There it is. Vampire LA by Night is coming back, you guys, and I am super freaking excited about that. When is that? Uh, when I mean, catch that? Vampire is loose because I think they're all panders now, I believe. Well, that is, I believe you'll find that's at the <laughs> Long Beach by Night. Yes. Chapter. Oh. We were talking about oh. Ellie by Night for a hot second. Oh, really? We were talking yeah, about other boy. Oh. And then we get to talk about the show you ruined. <laughs> so let's talk about Ruka. coming back too. Real quick. No, he made it so good. It was the best guest star anyone has ever done ever. I was so proud. I continue to be so proud. I love your work. Sorry. Yes, And Ellie. that doesn't make you want to watch the first season of Long Beach by Night available on Q Times YouTube. What does? Right. Uh, and then the that's coming back on February 2nd. Shortly which I after. Also be coming back, uh, LA by Night, on the brand new uh, World of Darkness Twitch channel. Yeah. yeah. When's that coming out? Do we know? On the 31st. Right, so at the end of this month. At the end of this month, and yep. And that's all that I can say. Man, it's a big month for shows because yes. Picard starts on Thursday. Yeah, oh, so shit, I almost forgot about that. Picard, Picard starts on Thursday, and I'm, I'm almost certain that whatever we do on Casual Fridays here on Q Times, that's what we're going to be talking about. So, that uh, you, you heard me, Jake. You're in the back listening oh, right now. Speaking we're of, gonna be of filthy that. Casual Fridays, you're going to be seeing me on there soon. Okay, we better. We better. Uh, can we pitch what Filthy Casual Fridays is real quick? Yes, for go our ahead. audience. And then we'll start the game. Yeah. Fire by, oh, uh, yes, well, it's, I was going to give it to Sam because Sam came up with the name, but Filthy Casual Fridays is essentially uh, our, our what the hell ever stream. It's literally where we show up and play video games and chat with the audience, answer questions about the week's programming, talk about moments that happened during the game. Uh, this past week, we played classic NES and SNES games. I played mm. Pilot Wings and threw myself to my death over and over. Many, many times. Quite hilarious. Lots of chickens. Sounds fun. Yes, that's right. I did. You were there for that. Yes. It's just like... And, and, and encouraging, an encouraging link to oh, be slaughtered by chickens on Legends. It was so yeah. amazing. So, um, anyway, that's it for our announcements tonight. Thanks for bearing Ooh. with us. And thank you so much no. for the fan mail. We really wait, appreciate wait. it. Wait. Um, what's up? I did have one. What is it? I'm excited! Hey. Let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode of Clear Skies. about how Star Trek wasn't horny. No, it's so horny. What? This is a great what? thing. Oh, hey, okay, welcome yeah. back. Um, anyway, uh, welcome back. I'm All right, perfect. so let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode of Clear Skies. 
Um, so I could not have timed. Yeah. My face hurts. Um, so um, picking up where we left off, left off last episode, we got to meet the crew, and the crew got to meet each other. Um, people have begun to gather at Starfleet Command and Starfleet Academy using some of the barracks areas for the gathering crew of 2,500 crewmates that are coming together and slowly beginning to filter on to the USS Ross, who is currently stationed in the San Francisco shipyards flying overhead far beyond the stratosphere of Earth in orbit. USS Ross is waiting for her crew at this moment, and slowly Shuttlecraft has been taking personnel and equipment up, as well as being beamed up onto the Ross. It has been a week-long process of getting the Ross ready to fly. She is due to leave space dock any day now, um, scheduled to be out by the end of this episode. <laughs> Um, so get there. <laughs> I'm not sure how you get there, but get there. Get off the planet. Get off the planet. Our mandate is to get off the planet. Oh, off the planet. Don't go to the moon. Don't go no. to the moon. Or Pluto. Yeah. So let's see how we do. We really do. Hey, we that really was not specified before the show. True. Let's write that down as a, as a merch item. Just like a list of things we need to do. Go to the planet. And get don't off go the to the moon. Get off the planet. <laughs> Always um, a bad idea. Always the bad idea. Um, in the process of meeting each other, not only were you introduced to some of the newest crew members that have been joining the senior staff, which is of course your chief navigator and helmsman, but also your chief security officer, um, you've also been introduced to your new XO, who is an experimental piece of technology that's being introduced upon the USS Ross. She is the first of her kind, Commander Exio, the first hologram life form to be given rank and authority on a starship. Hello. Um, rank and authority, of course, referring specifically to the fact that she is your XO. She is the commanding officer, second in command of the ship. Um, on top of that interesting news, other interesting news. <laughs> Last episode, during the meetings of everyone coming together, there was an incident in one Ambassador Majunil's quarters in San Francisco. Um, as you were packing up, Ambassador, to leave, you had a rather sudden and terrifying encounter with an intruder who assured you they were not threatening you, but that they needed to assure that they had your attention and that they desperately needed your help. Before apologizing and beaming away, they left, with, they left you with a piece of technology, a data pad, that revealed three Romulan Talshiar spies embedded deep within Starfleet. This set off a chain reaction of having to uncover the authenticity of this message and the authenticity of the information. Um, this led you back to Admiral Nollis Ree, a close personal friend of Captain Aziri Sul and Aziri Sul's former commanding officer. Aziri apparently served under him when they were an intelligence officer before they received their first commission and kind of taught Aziri a little bit of everything he knows. Um, the two of them were able to put their heads together and come up with a plan to try to figure out what was going on. The rest of the crew, pulling their collective might together, trying to figure out exactly what they could do to uncover this conspiracy, you discovered from the Admiral that one of the, uh, one of the Romulan conspirators was already known about, his very own assistant secretary in his office in the Admiralty. Which is a pretty, pretty sensitive position to have when you're an intelligence operative. Um, 
It was then realized that the next step should be to try to uncover and discover this operative who had tipped you off to this information, that it was very likely he was in danger or that he was the key to finding out who the last operatives were. Now, Admiral Nollis Reed did point out that he knew who the other operative was. They knew about the one in his office. There is at least one more that he did not know about, and he didn't know about this person either. So they were only aware of one agent. Um, it was then realized, as y'all were formulating a plan, what you needed to do, thanks to Chief Tech, was to go back to the ambassador's living quarters and scan for a transporter residue or signature, anything that could have been left behind, any kind of DNA that may have been left behind, a, yeah. a piece of hair that could have fallen off of him as he was beaming out. Mm -hmm. You found a big piece of DNA. Big yeah. piece of DNA. You found the Romulan. <laughs> yeah. You That's found wrong. the agent himself. Um, That's what I call them. Towards the, towards the end of, towards the end of our episode, um, as the, the, the traumatic anxiety forced on by the event of being attacked in their own quarters, Maju Neal suddenly remembered, my God, this Romulan said they were going to try to contact me again. Right as that reminder was happening, the two of you in your in, in ambassador's quarters, um, Lieutenant Lecat, as you were scanning for DNA residue, you detected a life form immediately behind you and swerving around, you found a Romulan gasping for breath, clutching a lethal wound on the side. Yeah saying, the ambassador, I need to speak to the ambassador. And that is where we left off. We are picking up three days after that event. Ooh. And the news reports have been released that a Romulan spy has been uncovered at Starfleet Command, but unfortunately died in custody. Mm. And that news report is playing in the background, Captain, as you and Admiral Nollis Ree stand before this very much alive Romulan laying on the medical bed at Starfleet Command in the intelligence uh, med bay. Um, he's sitting next to you. This Romulan barely made it alive. In particular, what's curious is the wound that was caused was not any kind of energy weapon as that would have immediately alerted all security. You cannot fire a phaser at Starfleet Command, same as on Starships. The sensor grid across Starfleet Command and Starfleet Academy would immediately go off if there was any kind of phaser fire or disruptor fire. This instead was a melee wound. He was stabbed with some kind of energy dispersal device that literally discharged inside of his chest when he was stabbed. It almost worked like a close range phaser or disruptor. So it- Combine a knife with a stun gun. Exactly. It Whoa. injects in and it's supposed to liquefy the organs once it's injected. <gasps> it is an assassination tool. He should be dead. Uh, um, who typically uses that assassination tool? That's very specific. It's very specific. Mm -hmm. And and Starfleet Intelligence, because of your history and it's your clearance, right. have told you that that is a Romulan assassination oh. weapon. Um, they are single use, and the weapons themselves are destroyed after use. Right, of course. Um, they, they disintegrate. Um, earlier versions of this weapon was actually made of ice. Right. Just... It's very similar. Um... It is a vicious weapon, and it is the, the odds of surviving an attack from a, we a stabbing weapon like this is these disruptor blades, as they were, the odds of surviving are less than a percent. Um, and it is by sheer luck that this Romulan was beamed to a medical facility where organs were replicated and he underwent emergency surgery and spent two days undergoing treatment, and he has been stabilized and is still unconscious. 
However, now that he has been operated on and is stabilizing, it's very apparent the surgical alterations that have been done to him made to make him look human is his entire physiology. Is, uh, he is not a Vulcan, he is Romulan. Um, the good news about this his particular situation is if this had happened years ago, he would be dead. However, because of the Dominion War, hmm. knowledge of Romulan physiology has improved dramatically as on the rare occasions where Federation and Romulan troops have had to operate in the same theater, they have had to help each other when wounds happened. So the medical the medical exchange between Romulan and Starfleet Medical has been in keeping with the way doctors treat each other across the board. It's about saving lives. Um, you've just received word, by the way, as you're standing on the, on the other side of this glass looking into, this, into the operations room where he's being kept in an isolation unit. Um, you've just received word that your Dr. McCrell is actually just now landing at Starfleet Command and will be ready to meet you within the hour. Um, but Nalus Ree has not said a word. The Benzite Admiral is standing next to you watching, and after a long silence, he just goes, Your crew has done well already, Captain. That's a good crew. Strings well pulled. I'm going to recommend Commander Rogan for promotion. Do you have any objections to that? Oh, please let me write my letter of commendation on his behalf. Excellent, excellent officer. Beautiful job. Well, it'll be fun to watch him squirm, so permission granted. <laughs> but what to do now? And he looks hard at this, the body of this middle-aged man. Looks, it, 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 he, it is clear that the surgical alterations done to this Romulan were to make him look as average as possible to blend in. If it was modern day, he'd be a white guy with a beard. Um, <laughs> however, silver like hipster. In this particular case, um, in this particular case, he is clean shaven with graying hair, lines across his eyes. He looks like he's a man in his early forties, maybe mid forties. Um, um, well muscled. It looks like he's probably somebody who um, does a lot of physical work somewhere, maybe in shipyards or. Maybe in zero G, um, people who typically work in zero G in Starfleet typically have a little bit more muscle mass. They're constantly, you know, like they're constantly pushing their bones to get strengthened and whatnot for all the time they spend in zero G. Right. Um, which is kind of the opposite of what would happen, but we're not the expanse, so. Uh, what is this guy's? What's this guy's cover? He goes by the name of Tygen Nalls. N-A-U-L-S. And he was making his home here in San Francisco, though his entire file has been forged, of course. Everything we followed up on would indicate it's irrelevant. Something else we should bring to your attention, as I'm sure you probably already know. Aziri, we don't know who the third Talshiara agent is. They could be one of the doctors, for all we know. And he nods not to succumb to paranoia. We both know where that goes, but... Nonetheless, my doctor did just arrive, and I do have to meet her. So either I have to take leave of you, or Bring maybe her. there's an opportunity for an independent evaluation. I like that idea. Hmm. Let's find out what your doctor is made of. Computer, location of... Lieutenant Commander McCrell. And you hear the computer respond, Lieutenant McCrell is in Shuttle Bay 7. Taps his communicator. 
Lieutenant Commander McCrell? Yes? This is Admiral Nollis Ree. Please report to the Starfleet Command Medical Facility in the Intelligence Wing. I was already on my way, Admiral. He looks at you and says, At least I'm right about my promotion instincts. How's the rest of your crew holding up? How's the ambassador? They've seemed as resilient as possible given the circumstances. Good, good. I don't know any of them too well yet, this kind of stress response. Some people mask it better than others. I have a meeting later today with Admiral... You see him exhale. Let's just say... Do you know Admiral Colin McLean? You familiar with the name? Sir, you know my very favorite thing about meetings? They end. Mayors do so swiftly. Admiral Colin McLean is currently one of the liaisons to Starfleet Intelligence and was instrumental during the Dominion War with our strategies of counterintelligence. In many ways, we were taking our orders from him when they were coming down the ranks. He's angry. And since he's a full pip above me, I can look forward to being the recipient of some anger. He's requested that you and I attend the meeting this afternoon to give him a full debrief. I tried to get you out of that meeting, Captain. I wouldn't hear of it, sir. In such times, the least I could do is be your shield. You don't have to buck for promotion for it anymore, Aziri. You've got the captain's chair. I don't, do I? And yet, here I am. He pats you on the shoulder and says, Maybe you're not so bad, Reed. Maybe not. What do you think they were after? I don't know. If any of the reports of intelligence are to be believed, what's going on in the Romulan Star Empire would indicate that there is something of a political upheaval taking place, which we expected was going to happen after the death of the entire Romulan Senate, and then the Praetor. Then why are they sniffing around your office? I don't know. We need to find out more and who's giving orders. Right now, we just assumed, and perhaps that's why the pickings were so strong, but we just assumed that we would at least have a few more years of some quiet after the Alliance. And... Of course we in Starfleet would assume that. And of course the Tal Shiar would take advantage. Of course. Well done. Captain, there's one last thing I want to talk to you about while no one's around. And he leans in close and he says, There is no way Section 31 isn't sniffing around this. There's just no way. I'm going to try to get this web of intrigue as far away from the Ross as possible, but you are headed to the Shackleton Expanse. You will be in the Romulan's backyard. Sir, if I find Section 31 sniffing, I don't want them around. I know. Neither do I. They're not. You know how I feel about it. We're on the same page. And I honestly think that if it was discovered that Section 31 was operating on the Ross... Sir, don't curse my ship. (laughs) As Ziri, you know as well as I do, 
that they're just as good at this as the Romulans are. Why would they be motivated toward my ship? I don't know, but clearly some kind of plot is unfolding in front of us that we don't know anything about. I just want to know my angles. I doubt, I doubt that Romulan Talshiar agents infiltrated Starfleet Command without Section 31 knowing about it. Or at the very least, learning about it. Just... My piece of advice to you is this. And I mean this with all my heart, Ziri. And he turns to you and looks at you, and for a moment, you can see in the Benzite's eyes, the admirality falls away. And you see the Benzite who was advocating for you to take that center chair and get as far away from this shit as possible. He puts his hands on your shoulders, and as a friend, he says, don't get tangled up in this, and I will do my part to keep this as far away from you as possible. We might have to make some concessions, but if they're here at Starfleet Command, then that's where we will keep this. The last thing we need is the USS Ross to become a court of intrigue. That ship needs to be a symbol in the Shackleton Expanse of peace and exploration. That is the whole point of the project. Experimental technologies, reaching out, diplomatic missions, first contact. We need to get back to that profile. Mollus, I want the same thing for her. You see, he takes deep breaths of the fumes that are coming out of his breather as he's like gotten a little too excited. <laughs> and he just says, This doesn't change that. All of those things are true. If this comes up, we deal with it the way we always do. You're right. I've just got a bad feeling about this meeting with McLean. But we'll handle it. Best thing about meetings, sir. They end? And I hate to end this one, but I think I see the doctor coming down the hallway. It is true. On that note, you do see turning the corner, <laughs> coming down the hallway through the large windows of the medical facility. Would you like to describe yourself, McCrell? Uh, yes. So McCrell is uh, kind of short, but not short, a little uh, five four. Um, That's short for a kitchen. It's very ki- very yeah. short. I'm a small I'm a small little fire kitty. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a calico, which is also extremely rare in mm-hmm. Cations. Um, Cations are usually one solid color. Right, white, mm-hmm. black, or tabby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm uh, my parents were, yeah, a different color. Also, uh, blue and green eyes are also very rare. I have one of each. Um, you can tell condition. that like she's still holding her bags. She has not gone to her quarters. She's not. Um, anything but you can see that she seems excited she uh was probably briefed on the on the shuttle back from mars about all the craziness that has happened so she's like oh romulan spy oh oh that's oh that's oh dear and like just like it's like it's like reading you know fanfic or something like oh like, this is very excited it so, is um, quite a story one it say. is like i got like it's, it's almost like this can't be real <laughs> This is better than my An Axio! Yeah. It's like, ooh, an Axio! That's new! So uh, she's just really excited to um, be going on this next adventure. And you can tell that the, she immediately wants to see the uh, patient, the Romulan's bike. As you're approaching these these two doubled secure doors that have mm-hmm. slid closed, you see these large double windows you can mm-hmm. see into the facility. And as you approach, immediately two Starfleet security officers step in front of you with chest armor on. They go, I'm sorry, ma'am, we can't let you through. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. Admiral Vell uh, called for me specifically. I'm sorry, ma'am, we can't let you through. Uh, yes, it's all right, ma'am. she's with us. The door opens and you hear that voice on the other side. And immediately one of the security officers looks back at you and nods and says, forgive me, ma'am. Oh, Please. thank you, dear. And steps back immediately. 
Ah, uh, uh, thank you. Uh, Marie, hello, and Captain, oh my goodness, I'm so excited to see you, but first let me see this patient, and I'm gonna throw my bag I'm down. going to grab the bag. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Lee just snatches the bag as it's about to collapse to the floor. I just have to through, see. Through the window, you can see on the other side in an intensive care unit, and, and still, it looks like he is still being kept on life support right. yes. to be safe, but um, the medical charts are available inside, but, um, Admiral Nollis Reed turns to you and says, I'm going to give you full authorization to go in there and take a look at him. <gasps> I'm going to, I mean, thank you, Admiral. I, I don't Are want you to familiar sound with the Romulan physiology, Doctor? Uh, yes, yes, quite. Not as, uh, I, I did serve um, working in the Dominion War, Admiral. Oh, so I actually, actually did see quite a bit of uh, Romulan injuries during my time. Um, not as, but look at, I, just, I really just want to get a close look at the, um, I, I, oh, sorry. Let me, let me do this for you. He gets on the communicator and says, uh, we're going to give uh, Lieutenant Commander McCrell full access. Oh. Open the doors. And one of the doctors inside turns and just nods, and they uh, walk up to the door with a pair of gloves and yes. one of the breather masks, and shh, you see the exterior door open. You step into the containment, shh, yes. closes. There's a gas that just goes, shh as you are decontaminated, and as you step into the room, they immediately hand you um, and a tray with a tricorder on it. it. comes sliding up and says, Doctor. Oh, thank you. The human just passes it off to you and takes a step back. Yes, I just, um, I'm trying not to act overly excited. <laughs> too late. <clears throat> too late, I know, I know. Um, um, yes, uh, first, before I even examine the patient, is he in any pain? Not right now, Doctor, no. Good, just wanted to make sure. Ah, I just... Do you want to make a medicine check? Yeah. Let's do it, Bonnie. Make your first yeah. medicine check. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is like, is this the full real, first real roll of our game? No. No. Petty animals. There was a dog. There was a wampat. There was a possibility that um, your dog didn't know how to interact with me. That is an important role. And I just need to just Would you like to make a control medicine check? I would love to. What my, I want to obviously um, use uh, like xenobiology and all yep. that fun stuff. That focus um, totally applies here. To not only focus on the, uh, the different alterations that were made on this Romulan, where no one caught mm-hmm. uh, this disguise, as but I also, because the weapon used was so uh, rare, I wanna, I wanna see if I can catch anything that they might have missed. Okay. In, in, Go ahead and make your roll. And that'll be an obta- if you roll successfully, you can spend two momentum to gain to obtain information. Okay. And what's the difficulty? Uh, difficulty is gonna be well, yeah, one. You're in a full medical facility here. All right. Ah, wonderful. Take it down. Um, and I rolled two. And the tricorder actually, what does the tricorder do again, Sam? Tricorder actually counts as an advantage that reduces the difficulty by one. I was assuming that was accounted so for in the one no, no, no. when you said it was Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. So the difficulty is actually zero, so go ahead and roll for momentum. Sure. Yeah. And possibly a complication. Uh, oh, well, 19. But, <laughs> Not, but a two. But a two. Crit. So you succeed so. and you gain one, moment, one momentum. Wonderful. So you run this tricorder scan over the body of the Romulan. Um, it seems like the, it, they were very smart. They created a surgical a, exterior to match the age of the Romulan, the equivalent age in human years, essentially. Curious. Um, the weapon that was discharged inside of him, it is miraculous, but according to the medical charts and the scan that you were just giving, and comparing it to the scans that they have done, because they've scanned his entire body extensively, um, it looks like it was sheer luck, but the uh, the attacker missed 
his spine by about three centimeters. Horrible aim. Um, however, uh, extensive damage done to uh, to all of some of the, the vital organs of his abdomen. Mm. And they have been replicated and he has now artificial organs working for him. And he's taken to them quite well. The medical technology that has advanced since the Dominion War has been incredibly useful. <laughs> this would not have been possible back in the day when you were serving during the war. Um, however, he seems to be stabilizing. Um, the weapon itself is supposed to, what you know of these weapons, because again, this would be on the medical chart presented. Mm -hmm. But what you see of the information is that these weapons are meant to be jammed to the hilt into the uh, victim and discharged. The victim then typically disintegrates from the inside out, leaving only a body. So the interior of the chest cavity is usually disintegrated and the uh, weapon itself is also disintegrated. It is a weapon it made to induce fear. Otherwise, it would disintegrate the entire body and leave no evidence. But instead, is meant, in fact, this is a Romulan message. And is usually instilled to warn others. Is that um, what it's called? The messenger? It's a good right. name for it. Now that I've, some people now that I've gotten my fill. Which, if you want to roll, if you oh. want to make a momentum spin for obtain information, you can ask me one question and I can answer it for you. Ah. You got one to spin? Yep. And I would say I'll save it. I, I, yeah. I feel, like, I feel like I feel like most people have. Um, I feel like you know yeah. I'm a little late to the game. There's not much. Them, yeah. I feel like that's not much. There's not much more I can do for this person. So I said it was two, but it's actually for each point of momentum you spend, you gain information. Right. So. Right. I'll keep it the studious one. This right. table for now. Right, right, right. Yeah, went too long. <clears throat> um, All right. So yeah, you get you get the full readout. Okay. Interestingly enough, though, as your tricorder scanning over, you see his eyelids begin to flicker and open, um, and you see these pale blue eyes underneath his eyelids trying to come into focus as he's looking at you. Well, hello. <laughs> you just lean over him and say this very calmly. And he, his eyes focus and his head tilts. That's when his head tilts, that's when you two realize that he's coming too, especially because you watch the heart monitor change slightly. Um, and, um... I'm even going to say, like, Admiral, Captain, I believe your Romulan friend here is, um, away from, awake from his nap? Nollis returns and looks at you and says, I'm gonna give you five minutes with him before the rest of them get here to question him. He wanted to see the ambassador. Can we get them back here? I'll summon the ambassador. But just in case, go talk to him. Right. Okay. Senior staff of USS Ross, please report to the medical bay and the intelligence facility on Starfleet Command immediately. This is right. Admiral Nollis Ree. Understood. I'm gonna, um... <laughs> you just get summoned by the Admiral. <laughs> I'm going to put my paw on uh, his hand. You come through the decontamination unit. At about that point, you see one of the other doctors, who probably is answering to orders as well, immediately just nod and leave like they're going to tell somebody he's awake, essentially. Standard procedure. And I'm just going to look at him really quick and like, you are so lucky your friend who wanted you dead have horrible aim. Captain. Or someone doesn't say anything underneath shot. the breather mask um, that's attached across his face. He just looks at you, but he doesn't mm. seem to react. He, he kind of seems like somebody who's coming out of a drowsy uh, state, so he stares at you for a moment. Um, what do you do? I'm going to go up and get into his eye line a little bit. Okay. 
Hello, I'm Captain Azari Sal. I work with Ambassador Olin Mojanil. You're the captain of the USS Ross. I am. I was told you wanted to talk to my ambassador. Could I tempt you with a Starfleet officer? A weakened hand comes up and he starts trying to remove the face mask. I get so close that I can hear him even if he doesn't. Okay. So he I'm doesn't gonna, have like, to go off the O2. Yeah, I would not recommend He lowers his mask. hand when you say that. It's all right. And he just says, right. I was watching the ambassador. I had to know who I could approach, who I could trust. They seemed like a good person. Glad to have your recommendation. What did you want to tell them? That I needed to speak with you. Mission accomplished. Not the best way to... This was a long journey to get to the captain, but no. I'll be over here. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> You hear his breath become labored for a second, like this has already taken a lot out of him. Um, and you see he fights his eyes rolling into the back of his head for a second, then he blinks a little bit and just steadies himself and just says, I need to be on the Ross. When you leave. You're in no shape for it. I have to be on the Ross. Why? <laughs> Take a moment. He starts to lose consciousness. You watch his I'm heart immediately, flutter a bit. I immediately go to um, um, to get a, a spray and, okay. and, I'll, and um, I'm going to try and stabilize him and keep him awake. Um, as you move over and put the hypo spray into him, you see he starts to stabilize a little bit. His heart starts to his heart rate starts to come down a little bit, and he You're getting a little too excitable there. It's all right. Just take a moment. Calmly, you know how to do calm. We both know that. And just tell me. My family is compromised. There's so much to say. Tell she I will know I'm here. We don't have a lot of time. Is there a dead drop of information? Any kind of stash so I can try to keep your family safe? No. I am the dead drop and I am the bargaining chip. Okay. All right. I'm going to keep you safe. I'm going to get you on my ship. We're going to keep you stable while we do that. He, you see immediately this look of relief um, come over his face. And his hand very weakly comes up and touches your hand, and he says, Thank you, Captain. And you feel the emotion in his voice, knowing Romulans typically know how to play it ice cold, but they're also known for being the, the emotional distant cousins of their Vulcan kin, and he grips your hand as strong as that weakened state he can. About that point, <clears throat> all of the senior staff is approaching, thanks to beaming technology. <laughs> um, senior staff is entering the facility right now, along with the Benzai Admiral. Nalas comes walking in and says, we only have a few moments. He's a huge cache of intel, and there's nothing we can do about it in this state. He wants on the Ross. He says his family's compromised. I'm inclined to believe him about that. That actually brings up a very important point. Um, 
I want to reach out and see if I can feel, feel him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, he is experiencing the sensation you are getting is um, that moment when your voice cracks because it's, you're overcome with emotion. It's that moment tipping into hope. Like it may be the first time he's allowed himself to feel it in a while. This is the sensation you're getting from him. Interesting. Master, the point you said? I don't remember feeling anything from him. Or maybe I was just too panicked to notice. But I feel something from him now. That's very good. Uh, That's right. The Benzite looks at you and says, you're an empath. You're a Delton. Yes. He, as far as I can tell, he's feeling very hopeful. Captain, I'm not sure how much authorization. We need this. When he was discovered and brought into the medical facility and scanned, he had an implant in the lower part of his brain. We've never seen anything like it. Mm. That was not on the file. No, we've never seen anything like it. Did you remove the implant? We did, successfully. Where is it? It's currently in the hands of Starfleet Intelligence. I would like to take a look at that. I'm sure you would, but that is far above your pay grade, Chief, I'm afraid. How far is it above yours, sir? It would raise eyebrows. How comfortable are you with your eyebrows, sir? I can already tell you what we think it does, if that helps. Yes, please. I think we're about to encounter it out in the world, and if we have some way to get prototypes to our engineers, we're about to be in the Shackleton Expanse. The implant seems to... Uh, preliminary theories are that it creates some kind of some kind of disruption wave within the brain itself. This is not... Am I allowed to take a guess? I'm sure you know where I'm going with this. We know this. We we have theories. <laughs> Only theories. The thing is, Starfleet Intelligence was concerned about this, as I'm sure this Tal Shiar was, but <laughs> Romulans and the Federation working in proximity with each other, with the Dominion War, it gave both sides opportunities we never previously had. I'm of the belief, as some of the other admirals, that the Romulans might be experimenting with technologies that would allow them to go undetected by empaths and telepaths. Which equally would allow them not to worry about divulging state secrets when they are around Federation, Betasoids, and Deltons. It can equally be peaceful. We have researched this technology as well. Yes, and there's a reason why we haven't implemented it. The Romulans don't have that concern. What I'm saying, Captain, and what I think you, Doctor, will eventually discover is this man doesn't have more than six, maybe seven months before his brain finishes deteriorating. There are agents who do this kind of work. They don't last. They know what they're getting into. He had a family. Why did he turn? 
it takes a will of iron and an unwavering dedication to the Romulan Star Empire to put that suicidal device in your brain so that you could enact an espionage mission. Why did he give up his other agents and why is he trying to get back home so fast? That's what I want to know. Something is happening. We need to know what it is. The door's open. And turning around, you see Starfleet security and where you recognize to be Admiral Colin McLean stomping into the room. Stomping because he is not hiding his disdain. Mm -hmm. Um, Colin McLean is um, dark black hair, slight curls and a thick beard. He is a little person standing at about 3'7". He has the pips of the admiralty and a look on his face that would indicate he is very, very irritated. (laughs) Um, And Admiral Nollis Ree immediately stiffens as Admiral McLean steps into the room, um, followed by the two security officers. Um, He stops and glances up at all of you and says, this is the crew of the Ross? Nollis Ree says, yes, sir. Admiral. It's a pleasure to meet all of you. I'm not sure all of you are authorized to be in this, this facility, though. Who's at my order, sir? The Benzite immediately stands up and says, All right, Ree. It's on you, then. Ree says, It is. Right. So what does everyone know? Everything? I trust Captain Aziri served with me in intelligence, Admiral. I trust them with everything. He glances at you. The Admiral says, how long have you been in Starfleet Intelligence? Long enough. Really? At least long enough to be instrumental in saving the life of the Sasat. So you were the one that discovered him. I did. Along with Chief Tech over here. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. I was there. Good work. He's no any condition to be interrogated. Have you uncovered anything from him? Has he said anything yet? In no condition to be interrogated, sir. He's was conscious for a very brief moment, but not enough to get actionable intelligence. Hmm. Admiral, I or Ambassador, I understand that he attacked you. Are you all right? I'm absolutely fine. I'm more concerned with the person who nearly got themselves killed. Well, he's not being treated as an enemy. He is being treated as a very special intelligence asset. We were able to apprehend your assistant. And I was going to come down on you like a ton of bricks, Admiral, he says to Admiral Rain, but but I learned later, of course, that you had the situation well in hand and you were aware of this. Yes, sir. I've been working with Starfleet Intelligence. They know they can trust me. I should have known that. Well, good work, all of you. It seems like everything is well in hand. (sighs) After the changeling threat, I thought for sure that we had Starfleet Command on lockdown. All it took was a surgical procedure and some damn fine agents, and they got right on our doorstep. In your defense, the alterations are perfect. I would expect nothing less from the Tal Shiar. Well, Captain, I understand that you and your crew have a lot to prepare for. The Ross is due to leave soon, is she not? She is 
imminently launching, sir. Well, I have a meeting with you later today, so go do your business now, and I'll talk <clears throat> to you, Admiral. But I think we're all good here. Thank you, sir. All of you are dismissed. Thank you, sir. Oh, uh, Commander Exio. I haven't had a chance to meet you yet. He extends his hand. I was an advocate for your position on board the Ross. It is a pleasure to meet you. That's wonderful to hear. Thank you. And you're going to have to get used to both sides of people both being nervous about having a holographic XO and people like me who think you are the future. Believe me, I'm quite used to it already. It's been three days. <laughs> well, welcome aboard. And welcome to Starfleet. Thank you. With that, go. Admiral, you're with me. Goodbye, sir. Re nods to you. And he gives you this look like, that went better than I thought it was going to go. <laughs> and he just kind of follows and nods to you as well. Uh, um, on the way out, Jane is like, good luck with the meeting, Captain. Vryn goes, as y'all are walking out, Vryn, Vryn pipes up and goes, you're not Starfleet intelligence. <laughs> you're a scientist. Don't you study plants? It was quite a bluff while wearing a blue uniform. <laughs> yeah, bluffing an admiral. Sounds like a great idea. He's got eyes. He can see. He's gonna bust you. You're busted. It's not great to take attitude with admirality. Well, it comes from experience. I'm sure I'll blend in. Anyway, uh, anyway we've been looking over the security details. We yes. couldn't find anything that suggested this person broke into your apartment or how they got there. Yes, well. Knowing that this technology is what it possibly is, and seeing what he looks like now, like I said, I was moving out of my home. We had plenty of people coming in and out all day, every day for days. And Could if have you just were, hunkered down and. I was just going to add that if you were not able to feel them, they would be able to hide quite easily for quite some time. And because of the movers, patients wouldn't have revealed that. Commander Paul speaks up and says, if it was me, I would have dressed as a mover. And then I would have waited until the place was cleared out. And if it meant staying in a closet for two days, that's where I would have stayed. No one should stay in any closets. But also, I'm trying to think if there's anything in my house that I wouldn't have checked. I mean, like I said, things were constantly coming and going, and I was... I guess rather preoccupied with getting ready myself. He probably didn't stay in one place too long. Look, there's no shame in getting duped by a Tal Shiar agent. He's very, very good, and so he would have been hard to find, and he probably would have made himself difficult to notice. My concern is that I'm sure all of you noticed that Admiral McLean hasn't yet given us any orders about our friend whom we would like to come with us on our ship. I was, I apologize. I was actually going to, when I was called to come here, I thought that would be an opportunity to tell you what, I apologize, my memory for that night was not very clear as we went. He did mention Sorry. that he wanted to be on the ship and I just completely Trauma forgot Trauma happens, we wouldn't have done anything differently. And now we're acting on it, all's well. It just means, and um, I look to Paul, we'll want to make sure no one interferes with him. You want me to watch him? It Wouldn't you mean... make another attempt? If I was a Tal Shiar agent? Mm. Yeah, I would. 
You'd do it really soon, wouldn't you? You'd probably try to infiltrate medical. We need to keep eyes on him until I get through this meeting with the admirals and try to secure orders that we can bring him with us. It's possible I could help with this. Captain, I have to bring up an objection. I don't know about bringing this person with us. How is that our responsibility? We could send them out to the Shackleton Expanse in an armed escort. It doesn't have to be the Ross. Nothing is going to be better armed than the Ross. Nothing's going to be harder to knock over. But you're putting an exploratory vessel right in a warpath. I'm making a security call for Starfleet as such, this is probably the only way we're going to get the intelligence out of this person, and we need intelligence on the Romulan Star Empire, if for no other reason, because the Ross is about to be in its backyard and we need to know what's going on there. Otherwise, I can't keep you safe. Lieutenant Commander Prawl speaks up and says, there's something else I want to put out there. It would be right out of the Tal Shiar playbook, Captain if this whole thing was an act, and that the weapon discharge is not a coincidence that he survived, and that this is all to get on board the Ross. I meant to be asking you how difficult it was to make that shot. It's a 200 to one by luck. How difficult is it to make that kind of non-lethal stab with skill? If what we know about the Tal Shiar is right, it would take surgical precision on an incredible level of proficiency. Could you do it? Maybe. Then they probably did it. Vryn immediately speaks up and says, look, if we go down that road, we're just gonna be thinking in circles. I'm not saying we do anything differently. It means that I want this agent right where I can see him. See, that's what I was thinking. And right where I can feel him. Because he's got the thing out of his head now. It's also smarter to think in circles so you know all the not corners. But what if you keep thinking in circles and then there's more paranoia? I think this meeting is beginning to go in circles. I'm going to go to the meeting, try to release him into our custody if I can. I don't know what kind of angles you can work, but I think it'd be useful if we could at least get schematics of what they got. If I know anything about Romulan technology, that device probably has another purpose. It was disrupting this uh, this wave, but perhaps it was something else. I'd really like to get a look at that device. As would I. And this whole time, by the way, I'm I'm inching closer and closer to Exio. Okay. This entire conversation, which is why I was so quiet. By the way, Vren speaks tri- up. With a tricorder in my hand. Vren, Vren speaks up at about that point and goes, um, real quick, Captain, just by the way, um, I don't know who that is. Oh, hello. <laughs> yes, I... All of you, please meet the chief medical officer. I'm... No, remember? I got thrown in last second. I didn't... You I had three days to read the material. I've been sick. Okay. Oh, and I immediately get the tricorder on him. Um, you start scanning him and he's like... You're fine. <laughs> I am now, yes. Ah, Turns out enough evacuation will help you with that. I see. Can we not? Prowl just raises his hand. Can we just get back to the task at hand? Oh, hello, everyone. Chief Tech, you might need someone who's on Starfleet Intelligence. I'll join you. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes, I wouldn't go around saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having fun with it. I'll be quite honest. 
If I may, Lieutenant Commander Prowl, I, I would like to uh, accompany you. Accompany me? Ambassador, where would you like to accompany me? Staying here with Romulan. That's not a good idea. No, it's not. But I'm going to be able to tell who I can't feel. Mm, that's true, and I could use that. Mm. Ambassador, just be aware. I'm not just looking out for Romulans that are going to come sniffing for a Romulan. Starfleet Intelligence and probably other notorious people are, who have caught wind that there might be a Romulan in here. I doubt that news report fooled anybody. And I have no doubt in my mind that that was leaked. And if someone has some intent, you'll have a heads up. Stay low and out of the way. Because I don't I, intend to get in anyone's way. He nods and says, all right, I could definitely use your help then, yeah. You know, we might be able to use you with the engineering team and get used to throwing your pets around. Hmm. That's an excellent idea. What are your orders, Commander? Let's go figure this thing out, shall we? <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Quickly, I, like... Do a quick scan. <laughs> just, <laughs> just walking. I've been dying to meet you. I'm sorry. I did that. How was your trip? Oh, oh wonderful. <laughs> really. I, I, I've been so excited to meet all of you. I've read all of your files, but really, really wanted to meet you. This is so curious. Do you mind? Like, no, please. There's absolutely nothing. Wow. Uh, you're oh. just like patience. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. There was a dog. There is a dog. You'll meet them. A the dog. dog is still here. Let's be very clear. <laughs> uh, are they in the room? Do they accompany you everywhere? Well, you guys have just walked out, so you're literally walking across the courtyard. That's well, right. we're, yeah. I think we're kind of parking at the doorway in part because we were leaving some people That makes there. sense. Yeah. yeah, that's right. also feels inappropriate for uh, all of us to walk into the patient. It's true. Yeah, yeah, right? It's true. <laughs> Like, he's a little overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, and, it, it, um, yes. Let's take it. Under said. very stressful circumstances. And, and she'd take it's lovely to see you again. Got under her. better circumstances, I should say. It's oh. time, yes. How did you know you two knew each other? Not very well. I've actually, I, I was acquainted with his brother during the Dominion War. Understood. Yes, but unfortunately we only met once very briefly. But I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to be a part of the USS Ross. It's wonderful to have. Still nothing. I know. <laughs> this is wonderful. I look forward to uh, getting to know you. The insides? Yes. Yes. It's wonderful, isn't it? Mm. Mm. A marvel of technology. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, I've read all about the doctor, of course. As I'm walking out. Sorry. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> As I'm walking out, I definitely clock you and just say, stay behind Prawl. And then I follow you up. Chief Jack. Come by later for a cup of tea. Absolutely. I drink tea too. That's good to know. I didn't I didn't hear that. <laughs> Actually I did though. I have really good hearing. I just say that like I drink tea too. That's good to know. Yes. Come along, doctor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please let's not bring the doctor. <laughs> People Can I just be us? Of course. Okay, great. It's fine. Okay, let's go. Oh. Jane! <laughs> I also heard that. Your <laughs> <laughs> <Beer> swivels. <laughs> we'll have to another time, Doctor. Another time. I'm not offended. Maybe she's allergic. <laughs> so I have Ren with me, who hasn't been assigned. Right. Uh, and because I'm living my life with some time to kill, 
mm-hmm. until this meeting, I guess. There is no excuse over three days for not getting to know some people. So I will give you the briefing over lunch. Come on, Lieutenant. You're with me. Okay. <laughs> yes, Captain. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, and he can just melt in the terrifying light of a one-on-one with his captain. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I'll come back in in the meeting. <laughs> but you get to know about Lieutenant Vren as you are walking with him to the meeting is that um, you, you, get the, you get the impression that Vren is... <coughs> he's, either, he's either incredibly naive or he is burying a lot of who he really is because he runs his mouth and it doesn't seem to be impulsive. It seems like he's filling space. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, well, I can't mm-hmm. say that name. I mean, what? I'm listening. <laughs> ah! Swat teams just smashed <laughs> the ah, No! No! I don't want to go! <laughs> um, no. what, you get, what you get the impression of, Vren, is that... Um, it, there's a little. You're starting to catch a little bit of that 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 typical Andorian under the skin. Um, judging from like some of the side comments he makes, and then the the sort of mirthless laugh that he gives after saying some things, you're already developing sort of a psych profile just from what you've read about his profile and now encountering him. Vren is somebody who's putting on a facade quite often. Um, and right now, it seems like he's kind of just trying to make you think that he's cool with everything. Because mm-hmm. he keeps cracking really bad jokes. Just bad. It's like... We heard it last time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you remember the phrases that we discussed? <laughs> yeah, if you talk in the ears off a brass monkey. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that old chestnut. Uh, oh, I, have, I have a thing for that. <laughs> um, so as y'all are approaching the meeting uh, he finally pipes in with something relevant and says oh captain I'm just curious why am I coming to this meeting I am just a lieutenant I shouldn't be here no you were on with me okay to on the way to meeting oh so I'm being left behind once you get to the meeting you know I don't know much about your interests yet beyond flying ships I've read your file, but that only gives you so much of the measure of a person. I don't know whether I do bring you into the meeting yet. Mm. Getting to know you. I know all about you. Thank you. Mm. Um, well? So, until then, you tell me, what is your interest here? How can I make use of you? In this particular situation? With Spies and stuff? Yeah. I'm pretty useless. Mm. I mean, I'm good at flying. How are you going to make yourself useful? Um, I mean, I can be a hell of a distraction. <laughs> Go forth. Distract. Report at the end of the day. Really? Dismissed. I'm going to walk into the meeting. You walk away. If this was a show, you would walk right past Cameron as the door closed. He stands there staring at the door and goes, Okay. <laughs> oh, no. And turns on his heel. 
and walks out of the office. <laughs> that was a whole lot. I gotta work. That was the I most Andorian thing I think I've seen him do so far. <laughs> Go be a problem. Oh, no. Yes, Captain. <laughs> Go cause that trouble. I can do. <laughs> Um, okay. So we'll go ahead and jump to this meeting. We got it. The last time, Zeri, that you were in a room with two admirals under circumstances like this, mm-hmm. it, was during, it was during the operation with the Orion Syndicate. Oh, um, that was a lot of admirals. Walking into this room and seeing... Uh, Admiral Ree standing there, it brings back a lot of memories during a really touch-and-go time with some really dangerous stuff right in front of you. Um, and you almost get a sense that as he looks back at you in the chair that he's sitting in, that he's kind of feeling the same thing watching you walk through the door. Um, Admiral Colin McLean is seated at his desk, which of course comes with all the fineries of a, a two-pip admiral um, sitting in his office at Starfleet Command with the Starfleet and UFP flags and everything. Um, as he's sitting there looking at his data pad, um, you, he sees you walking in and says, Oh, Captain, good. I'm glad you're here. I have to brief the president in the next hour. So let's make this quick. We'll make it brief. Yes, sir. Take a seat. Absolutely. I do immediately. Captain, I read in your file that you specifically were requesting a command to get away from this intelligence nonsense. Ah, It just does seem to follow me, I suppose. Well, it seems so. I mean, when you're good at something, it tends to stick to your shoe like gum. The uh, Admiral here was telling me that he would prefer that you not get entangled in all of this. However, I have been discussing this with members of Starfleet Intelligence, and we've come up with a solution to our problem. Sir? He reaches over and presses a few buttons on the Elkar system across his desk, and you see the windows shutter, and you hear the telltale signs of energy humming in the room, just, which you know immediately is counter-surveillance. Um, and he leans back in his chair, and he just says, <clears throat> It has alarmed a lot of the members of the intelligence community that Tal Shar agents got past them because... It's intrinsically alarming, sir. Yes, and I'm sure, as Admiral Rhee has mentioned, we did not allocate our resources to observing the Romulan Star Empire at this particular moment. They were allocated to observing Section 31's movements, mm-hmm. which has been putting us under some scrutiny, since the two departments should never be interacting or conflicting with each other's agendas. But, of course, that's problematic, since... They always seem to have an agenda outside the Charter, even though it is sanctioned by the Charter. You preach as always to the choir, sir. He glances across the room at the Benzite. The Benzite's looking back at him with, like, a nod, like, you're in good company here, and says, the truth is, is we can't deny the value that Section 31 has had for Starfleet, particularly in the Dominion War. We can't deny it. They saved thousands and thousands of lives of Federation officers. 
and none of us like that. Even none of us like having to be grateful to them for that. We think it's made a few of them a bit brazen, so we're trying to keep our eyes on them. And this has led us to miss what was right in front of us. Alas, sir, all of the species of the Federation and none of us oracles. Hmm. Well, as you continue to gain rank, Captain, you'll find that it becomes more and more difficult to keep that optimism. I shall endeavor to do my best, sir, and if nothing else, at least try to transfer some measure of it to the brass, where I can. I'm going to give you the piece of advice that almost every admiral in the history of Starfleet is going to give you, from its founding to present day, if they could all stand before you and tell you now. He leans across the desk and puts his hands together and he says, Never give up the center chair, Azuri. Ever. I will... Take it in good conscience for the first time, I'm sure, of many, sir. Um, at that point, Vree just says, You hated being a captain. And McLean leans back and says, I would give every pip on my collar right now to get back to it. The good old days, sir. Alas, the junior officers now have their hair and their music. <laughs> You've picked up a lot of earth slang, and it's working very well for you, Azari. <laughs> very well for you. Sir, thank you. We're putting the Romulan on the Ross. We're getting him as far away from Starfleet Command as possible, and it's all under wraps. No one on board that ship, except your crew who already know about him, are to know that he is a Romulan defector. He is going into deep cover, and he is going to be an intelligence operative for us. He has stated that he needs to get back to the Shackleton Expanse. The hope is to eventually to get him back to Romulus. But he has told us that his family is not on Romulus. His family, of course, being his bargaining chip, from what we have learned. Of course, sir. Don't let your guard down around him. It's right out of the Tal Shiar playbook that this might be some kind of double play. Why... I would have to ask, sir, then, are we putting him in deep cover on my ship? Mainly hmm? because I need him to think that he's getting what he wants. And because of your background. I'm sorry, Azari, I know you wanted the center chair because you wanted your main mission profile to be what it is, but once an intelligence officer, always an intelligence officer. You see Nollis shift in his chair, and he glances down at the floor, and then he looks at you with this apologetic glance, and he just says, one more time, Azari. My duty is always is to Starfleet, sir. Admiral Colin McLean stands up and he says, I'm going to note that in your record, Azari. Thank you, sir. I stand up. And you have my word. This is the last time. Nollis does all he can. You know his body language so well after serving so closely with him and the others. You can hear his voice in your head the moment Colin says that to you and extends his hand to shake your hand. And the dead silence coming from your former CO as he watches you shake your hand, shake hands with the Admiral. You don't even have to look at him. 
but you can hear the Benzite's voice saying, Bullshit. I don't say that. Mm. Alas, sir. All the species of the Federation and none of us is oracles. Mm. I hope this will be the last time. I understand the job. Thank you for trusting me with this, sir. My crew certainly will not let you down. They're impressing me already. Learn what you can from this, Romulan. Yes, sir. Bring him into the circle. Not too close. Use your training. You don't need any instructions from me. My only... My only concern is... <laughs> my only concern is what happens once you reach an Arendra station. Sir? Sir? You hear Ree pipe up in the same quarter and says, Traditionally, historically, the Romulans have always sought to disrupt the friendship we have with the Klingons. If he is some kind of double agent. That's where he tries to make his move? I suppose it's a good time to show you this as well. And he reaches over and presses a button on this console and you see, coming up on the video screen, a woman, Indian descent, wearing the pips of an admiral, standing, uh, looks like she's standing behind her desk with a cup of tea, just as the recording starts. And as it comes online, she turns, her hair pulled tightly back into a ponytail for Starfleet regulation. You can see the seriousness in her eyes. She's a woman that's probably in her mid, mid to early 50s. Um, and you see across the screen displaying the nameplate come up of who they're communicating. Um, is an incoming recorded transmission from Admiral, Admiral April Herbert from Narendra Station, Hebert. Um, and she sets the tea down and says, Admiral McLean, as you requested, here is your update. The Romulans have insisted that the embassy be opened here in Narendra Station within the next three months. You do not want to know how much noise the general made when I informed him of this. I was sent here to stage exploratory missions, not babysit an angry Klingon general. And right now, Cargan has become the biggest pain in my ass, Admiral. If it is at all possible, I need a solution. The Romulans can't build an embassy on Narendra Station. If they build an embassy here, it will be inviting chaos. You cannot have these three races mixing. Sir, respectfully, the Romulans and the Klingons will kill each other. That is a fact. There'll be peace for two weeks, and then the old... You already know what I'm going to say. The timing is awful. We need to tell the Romulans to find somewhere else to build an embassy. It can't be at Narendra. This is a joint mission between the Klingon Empire and the Federation, sir. I hold it together every single day with General Cargan as it is. And adding Romulans to that mix is like throwing fire on... I need your help. Please help me solve this problem. Tell Starfleet Command the answer has to be no. Hebert out. Cuts off. Colin swivels back and says, the answer is, of course, not no. 
And you send the Starfleet Diplomatic <gasps> Corps to give her the answer. This is coming straight from the president and the Federation Council. <sighs> they really think that this is an opportunity to ignite a new era of friendship between the three governments. What? It's good thing ignite something. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Oh, My geez. work is cut out for me, thanks. And the Starfleet Diplomatic Corps are very fine. Starfleet officers are very fine officers. And somehow, ideally, they'll remind people not to start wars on the station. We'll do our best. Well, you'll be happy to know that Ambassador Marjunil is not going to be alone. We're sending a fair number of ambassadors with the Ox crew out with you into Narendra Station. So they'll be the head of a very large staff, but... That's a good start. Don't ever forget this. I've put this Romulan spy on your plate, Captain. Yes, sir. Narendra Station's problems are Admiral Hebert's problems. Help her where you can, but the Ross has her mission. Yes, sir. Well, this was pleasant. Usually the send-offs are so much more upbeat than this, but where we're sending you is one of the least requested assignments in Starfleet, and you should have expected something dour. I apologize for the Roman spy. That I couldn't predict it. He reaches over and- Sir, if you've seen the USS Ross, she's all the upbeat I need. Thank you. You're welcome, Captain. I won't wish you luck because I don't think you're going to need it. And he extends his hand again. He says, go get him, Captain. Aye, sir. Re, stick around for a while. We have to figure out how to tell the president everything without causing him to have a meltdown. <laughs> and Re looks at you and just goes, never give up the center chair. I just pat him on the back as I pass him. <laughs> and you walk out. As you're walking out, you see as the door opens, Admiral Catherine Janeway is walking into the room again and stops and goes, Captain, twice in as many days. I'm a very lucky captain, sir. I hear you're headed out to Shackleton soon. Yes, Admiral. Enjoy those stars. I'm doing my best, sir. As you were then. Thank you. And she walks right past you. And you hear uh, Colin McLean as he sees Admiral Janeway walk in the room go, thank God, and the door goes, shh. <laughs> oh God, my character doesn't know she doesn't like that, but she let me off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky. <laughs> There's and coffee in that shackleton. In <laughs> hey. <sighs> All right. All right. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm there's fur everywhere. I have no idea. It's like what are you watching doing? the kitty go cross eyed. It's just that was so cute. Yeah, because it was right there. there. She was this <laughs> cute, like, was like, I was like, oh. Clip I'm, that Oscar. Clip it. Yes. I did furs. <laughs> So I'll comms uh, my team and ask them for a report, which will allow us that to be the thing that'll circle around for flashbacks when that, we cut. That evening, everyone is going to be getting okay. together. What is going on before that happens? Um, the we, chip? Yeah, yeah chip. We've, we've got to go into uh, realign, uh, you know, XEO's primary uh, torsional array. That's okay. a standard procedure. Stand, uh, so standard we just got to get in there. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? We're lying? 
Was that part of the protocol? What's happening? You're upgrading what? No, no, no. It's a standard procedure. It's part of in the engineering manual. You probably... It's not in your purview. Uh, I need access, though. So who are you telling this to? What are you doing? <laughs> yes, are you lying in front of someone right yeah. now while I'm <laughs> questioning you? I don't think that's the smart yeah, way to this do this. Is this a scene? <laughs> <laughs> is this a scene? I care about curious. Had we not been given permission, I thought that they tried to give us permission. Yeah, were we? That's, a, that's the question. When we got to the building, did they let us yeah. or not? So because we were going to collect schematics, right? <laughs> so you, you've gone back into the medical facility in Starfleet Intelligence? Right. The, I was following Exio, so yes. Mechanically yes. speaking, the directive is mm -hmm. attempt to secure uh, schematics to yes. the anti-telepath yeah. chip. Yeah. Right. That yes. is the totality of it, which I'm sure my officers will interpret in the best possible light. Yes. For the USS Ross. Immediately lie. Got it. No! <laughs> <laughs> What are you teaching her, XO? No! We just gotta go. We're, we're getting into the facility. Let's go. She's Let's top me up before we do the other thing. Perfect. <laughs> so are you going back into the medical facility in Starfleet Intelligence? Is that where you're headed? Basically where the room where they were keeping the Romulan? No, where's the schematics of the chip? Where is that? We don't know. Well, the medical place uh, facility did not have it on record. I remember McCrell saying that was a thing. Yes. Um, they said that they must be keeping it somewhere. That is very true. Intelligence has it. You could probably pull rank to figure out where. I do have rank. Hmm. I don't think I have rank above Starfleet Intelligence, though. But we'll see. Let's test. Chief Tech is a great talker. Oh, gosh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> no. Maybe I talk first, mm. then you second. Okay. But who are we talking to? Hmm. Let's start at the medical facility. You could talk okay. the ears off a brass monkey. That is a common phrase I've been hearing a lot of. Beastie Boys, circa 1986. Oh, I heard that in a dance class once, I believe. Those aren't words that you just said. <laughs> Maybe you don't talk second. <laughs> Universal Translator does not pick up the words brass monkey. <laughs> Beastie Boys. <laughs> what? Who in the what? Is that a food? It sounds slightly racially insensitive, <laughs> considering all of the species that are wandering. All right, here's hey, what, here's go. what we gotta do. We gotta go get. Yes. There's going to be a record of this because there was an emergency medicine call placed by both uh, Lieutenant LeCat and I. Yes. So we just have to trace who took that call and uh, where they went afterwards. And a list of the main surgeons who removed the chip. Hmm. If only there was some way to connect to the database. Hey. Hey. You hear kind of meekly, hey. Sorry, are you talking? <laughs> About 10 feet away, you see on a data pad uh, is Vren. Just going, hey. Vren? How's it going? I walk straight up to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, are you hiding uh, behind a corner? <laughs> okay, yeah. just whoop, directly in front. What? Hello. What, Hi. What do you got there? You know what's really strange? It's being what? this close to you, and I cannot smell your breath. Like, there's nothing. Is that a compliment? Yeah, I think so. Well, thank you. You're welcome. What are you doing here? What? Why are you listening? I have orders. To listen? No. Well, that's part of what I'm doing. No, I, I have I have big orders. What are you doing with that pad? Would you like to tell me, as your superior officer? As you're going to get this thing that this guy had in his skull, right? Yes. I, I'm going to... I'm gonna make sure nobody sees y'all do it. 
Ah, you're going to be a distraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Captain gives you orders to cause trouble. Captain told me I should be I should be a distraction. Oh. Distraction. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Well, then I believe we do have our orders. Oh. What What is your exact plan for distraction? Let's 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 all get on the same page here. Well, I, understand uh, I have access to a shuttlecraft in Docking Base Six. All right. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get on that shuttle. And then. Well, the shuttle has a transporter pad. And then. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking I might distract people. I think we should ask no further questions and be surprised at what happens. Okay. Possible deniability. Let's go. Where? See, <laughs> by the end of this, I'm just saying this now. By the end of this. Y'all are gonna like me. A lot. God, I hope you fly well. Uh, You've mistaken my character. I like you very much. See, I'm already winning. Mm. It was the egg. It was the egg. And that's where we're gonna stop for our break because it's 8 o'clock. I love one. The captain is great. Do shenanigans. I never thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. The power. <laughs> We're going to take a 10-minute break. So go grab snackage, so use the restroom. Yes. We will be back in 10 minutes. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you in just a moment. What is happening? <laughs> Welcome back to Clear Skies, everybody. We're back yes. from our break. Um, I was going to tell you, by the way, while you're on break, when you leave your gloves just laying on your character oh. sheet, they look like tribbles. My ship! Why would you carry that thing with you? It's a daring trouble! Yeah. Yes, as a quick reminder, Bonnie is in Star Trek Online as a <laughs> trouble. That's one of my favorite um, yeah, gifts to use. Like when random people are like, like, but you're like, what are you? Or I guess I, just, I don't get what asked that you? question very often. But like, it's like, oh, what do you do? And I what? send that gift. I'm a trouble! I'm a trouble! Ah. And they always get very confused. Oh, we always say professional something. We should just be trouble. Yeah. We should just be trouble. Always be yourself unless you major. Just, just in case to avoid any confusion, Star Trek Online um, has asked me to just let you guys know to uh, stick around a few seconds after the show wraps tonight. Um, Why? And that is all I am saying at the moment. Um, oh, good. Go ahead and. Yeah. They don't have clearance um, yet for everything else. No. They get clearance at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. Uh, oh. What? Right? What? Oh. We, we what did you want? I'm sorry. <laughs> Thomas Roney sent me this with the full captain's profile. <gasps> and oh! <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see Sam turn into a blush monster. We'll share that. Don't worry, you guys. That's not going to be classified information. We will share that. Don't worry. Um, after, the, after the game's up, we'll share it. I, would, I will not torture the Oscar. I will not torture Well, you're torturing us because that's we all missed an episode of Sam Loses Their Shit. It was time. I think we all agreed we were overdue. Yeah. It was time. Yeah, it was time. time. Thank you, Thomas. Um, Thank all right, you, so Thomas. let's let's jump back in to yes. this plot that you guys have that is starting to just come together. I am so oh. intrigued to see where you take this. Me too. Together. Um, yeah, I am so, I'm so interested in seeing... That makes one of us. Where this, is, where this is going, and you have unleashed one of my NPCs on the world, and I am I am just so curious. Yep. Um, so, We're all looking forward to your performance. Oh, so, so Vryn has just... Have an idea. Vryn has just offered up to all of you that he has access to a shuttlecraft in one of the shuttle bays, so Basics, it's docking basics specifically. Um, 
And he intends on using that and its transporter to create a distraction. Um, that was where we left off. Yes. Wonderful. Where are we now? You should go do that, Vren. <laughs> <laughs> are you basically sending Vren off? Yeah. And he goes, That sounds good. Um, do you have a signal? Is there something y'all are doing that you want me to... I think you'll feel it. What? I don't imagine we'll be making that loud of a noise. What? Do we... What? Commander, what is the... What are the orders? Get the orders are, noise. we are going to find out where the chip is and that, request it as part of our mission. Wait a and a distraction would be nice. It would nice. be better if you move now. You don't need to hear this part. You have a different mission. Uh, okay, but I'm... What am I distracting them from is what I don't get. I don't know. Your orders are from the captain. To create Go a distraction? Distract. Okay. I'm not so sure you guys are going to like me anymore after this. Oh. <laughs> and, uh... I thought we ended on we did like... Uh, you're very confusing. We'll have to discuss this in council. I know! Go. Still on the fence. Um, huh? He wanders away from the lot of you, a little confused with the data pad in his hand. Um, swagger slightly diminished as he's not entirely sure what he's going to do, but he walks into the direction of the shuttle bay areas where you see lots of shuttle from Ox crew, by the way, is gathering all outside the shuttle bays as crew is slowly being shipped up and equipment is slowly being installed upon the USS Ross. Um, by the way, um, I should also note that last night, uh, as a quick side note for all of you, last night, um, a lot of you, for the very first time, were able to look up through a telescope and actually see the Ross oh. in the shipyard. Um, I flew by her. She's beautiful. Yeah, it's, at okay. night, you guys were actually able to look up and see her in the dry dock, as it were, um, at the San Francisco shipyards that are orbiting just overhead. Quite the sight. It is a very, very luminescent, bright star in the sky from this distance. Um, as a like a tele, like a like a satellite might be, but uh, yes, Aww. quite a beautiful sight. Um, well, I wish I could say I was felt sorry about sending them away, but I'm really not. Mm-hmm. Um, so y'all are gonna do yes. your thing. <laughs> we should probably call Paul. Mm. Well, first, Commander Exio to Doctor McCrail. Yes. Oh, Commander Exio. Hello. Hello. Are your bags all sorted? Oh, yes. Yes. Wonderful. May I request that you accompany us back at the medical facility? Oh, yes. Oh, all right. Uh, Give me a few moments. I'll be there shortly. As soon as you can. Yes. I chug a cup of tea. (laughs) And right out the door. I, I just made it. I just had this dark image of Mirror Universe McCrell with a phaser in her hand, and her quote is just, yes. yes. <laughs> and then, sure, none of us is even prepared for Mirror Universe this Yeah. Oh, I'm prepared. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I haven't even thought about, about it. I haven't even thought about yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I have. I'm already getting requests from Ox Crew. They want that show to happen. Yeah, we will. <laughs> We're already getting requests. So, um... All right. And we are already at the med- medical facility, so correct. I would like to enter the room where um, the Ambassador and uh, Prowl are at. Okay, so yeah. making your way inside, um... So, there is a lot of open areas where Starfleet staff mm-hmm. is always coming and going, especially in, mm-hmm. like, the open lobbied areas. There is Starfleet security stationed throughout this building. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not quite, like... This particular part of Starfleet Intelligence is not... It, it's easy to access because not sensitive information is not kept in this part of the building. Yes. Um, so walking in and entering this area is not difficult at all. Um, it doesn't take long before you spot uh, Lieutenant 
Commander Prawl and the Ambassador are in this lobby area. Um, real quick, before this scene engages, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because while all of this has been happening, mm -hmm. you and the Commander have actually been sitting in this lobby for the past hour or so. Mm -hmm. um, what has been going on? He has been, the, the, the Trill has been, <laughs> he, is, he is pretty typical, for lack of a better way of saying it, he is pretty typical soldier boy. Like he is constantly looking around, he's all business, he is not messing around, he hasn't really engaged you that much in conversation. Um, he'll occasionally glance down at his data pad, um, and when he notices somebody staring at him, he gives a fake, fake smile. And then he goes back to his data pad. Like, not very good at covert, but obviously not somebody who is worth messing with. Um, and after about 20 minutes of silence as he's sitting there, um, he's, he stops and he goes, you know, I'm not an empath, but I get the impression you want to talk to me. Um, it's not an inaccurate assessment. All right, what do you want to know? I know there's a lot I'm curious about about you. I, uh, if I recall correctly, you served. Yeah, that's right. And you are highly commendated for your service. Yeah. And if I read your file correctly, you were very hard to get. Is playing hard to get something you enjoy doing? I don't have a say in it. I make sure that I don't have a say in it. I go where Starfleet wants to send me. They're smarter about that than I am. Is there a particular reason why you don't want to say? Why I don't want to say what? And where you go. When my commission is up, I'm... I'm gonna leave Starfleet. So until that time happens, I'll go where they send me. How is it that you found yourself in Starfleet to begin with? I went through the Academy, same as everybody else. I'm the second host to have done it. Came naturally to me. Then war broke out. I apologize, I believe this is probably an incredibly impertinent question, but... Before you were joined, did you have anything in particular you wanted to do? I wanted to be an explorer. Well, if what we've been hearing and the information that we've been getting is anything to be worried about, I'm not entirely sure. Well, I certainly hope that exploration is still going to be our mandate. Doesn't matter to me if it is or it isn't. It's okay if it does, though. I'm sure that's true, Ambassador. But... Explorer Prawl didn't make it through the war. I see. Well... Whether you're Explorer Prawl or Soldier Prawl, I am very glad to know you. Starfleet doesn't have any soldiers, but thank you, Ambassador. 
Just so you know, everybody who's walked by so far has been on the level. Walked by? Oh. He looks back and says, Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. There's no way we're going to spot any covert agents walking through the lobby. And it's very likely we're going to spot anybody that stands out. And he stops as he sees the command crew walking in the door. <laughs> Exio in the lead. You were saying? He sees you spot him, and as you beeline towards him, he stands up and says, Commander? Commander Paul, may I bend your ear for a moment? Yeah, of course. We have a, a question. Sure. Commander, whatever you need. Right. And then I just sort of lead him off into a corner. He follows after you. Um, I'm sure you're aware we've been given task to bring the intelligence asset along with us on the USS Ross. Right. And uh, we have been informed that some of his medical records have been obtained and classified by Starfleet Intelligence. Okay. We are tasked to find that information to bring along with us. Do you have any insight where those files might be? Why are you asking me? Tactics. Why would you need... You're not authorized to get these files, are you? I believe that if you scan me, I have nothing but clearance, Commander. What do you need me to do? I need a little bit of insight on where Starfleet Intelligence might be keeping such medical records at this particular moment. Um, well, all right, let me think for a second. Where would they keep medical files on this guy? I have the doctor on her way. That'll help. Have you... Is he still in this facility? Do we know? Were you not keeping an eye on him? I have not been allowed into the back of the building. I don't have clearance. So I've been watching the front of the building. Were there any other doors? There's plenty of doors, but he's on lockdown. Then I imagine he's there? Supposedly. But I don't have eyes on the target, so I don't know. Well, that is not my mission. The chip is. All right. If we can get to him, we might be able to learn more about where the chip is. We can probably get to him through the doctor. Most assuredly. You think he will know where they're keeping his medical records? No, but I think if we can get that deep into the facility, that'll be our chance to find out. And if we can do it under the guise of... Maybe the doctor and... No worries. I understand now. Now we wait. Yeah. So it doesn't take more than five or ten minutes or so before the doors open and passing, quick. passing by some Starfleet personnel, um, you step into the, uh, the intelligence branch of Starfleet Medical. <laughs> um, nice. As you enter the door, you see your crewmates uh, gathered in conversation on the far side of the lobby. Hello. Ah, Sun is, has it, begun a, to set, by the is way. it a party? Oh, did somebody say a party? Oh. Not the streamers no. kindest before, though maybe a little. 
we're trying to figure out how we can get into the medical facility to get one more piece of information from this run, specifically the medical device that he had. Yes, I was actually wanting that medical record file myself, especially if... Hmm. Great, you're probably our best chance of getting back in there. And if you need a little bit of backup in the talking area, I guess I can help. If it's an order from our captain, then... There we go. Don't Chief Tech is also a great talker. Oh, who said that? And you keep talking a lot. Don't make it an order from the captain. Right. Make right. it an order from the brass. What we're doing is already out of bounds. We might as well go all in. Not according to McLean. We have been given access for this mission. Then that's your name. Drop McLean's name. Oh, I'll drop, I'll drop every name I can. And, uh, Doctor, if you don't mind my asking... Yes. Can you be... Assertive or intimidating? <clears throat> Assertive. Um, yeah. Well, I, I'm not very intimidating. Um, Try smiling less. Pardon? Try smiling less. Or more. More. There are plenty of lovely teeth in there. Oh, wow. That's very intimidating. <laughs> it is perfect. What a lovely perfect. smile. Thank you. Commander. Yes. Yes. What exactly is the plan? We're going to gain access to the room. We need his medical files, regardless of which ones they believe that they can give us. And we also need to see what sort of um, apparatuses and medical equipment we will need to attend to his wounds. We need to be in that room to ascertain what we need on our ship. I have an idea. Yes. That. Wonderful. But, yes. Then we're all in agreement. Yes. Command. <laughs> That's, that is what we need, Tech. I need you to keep it together. Do you think that you could keep it together? Because your face screams that you are incredibly nervous, and when no, most people I see a nervous face, it. they don't trust it. Can I so I need advice? you. Yes, please help. Follow the cat's lead. The cat, not or the cat. The <laughs> <Le> cat. The <laughs> cat. Or <Le> cat. <laughs> I am not a cat. I am not. A cat! It was, okay, you know what? Get out of your system right now. Let's yeah. get it out. <laughs> that happened at least once. Yes. This, no. is, this is literally okay. a little Do you believe that you can keep yourself together, or do you need to stay I got office? this. Well, Chief, I just don't understand you what's and me being together. asked Let's me. go. Let's go. Okay. Your job is to attain as much information as you need to do your job. If I can get you to a con, a con, a console... Would you be able to obtain some of the information that we need if we were able to get clearance? We need to be able to examine the chip, or at least be able to talk to someone who extracted that chip. What? This is all very secure. I mean, we don't. Can we get in there? We're about to try. Start walking. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Prawl goes. Fake it till you make it. (laughs) Then Prawl just stops and goes. Where the hell is Bryn? That's not to worry about him. Very good question. On a uh, assignment from the captain. It is very disconcerting that I cannot tell your mood sometimes. I'm not hiding it. True. That's a organic flaw. (laughs) Uh, Lead the way, doctor. Yeah. So I'm going to start start heading towards the medical the medical intelligence room that we were previously in. I am directly behind you. And I put on the biggest smile I can. Just cracks across your face like the Cheshire Cat as you're walking up. Um, As you're approaching one of the security checkpoints going deeper into the facility, you see one of the security guards at one of those checkpoints. Um, You see one of those 
um, essentially one of those stands as people are walking through and you hear, you seem like the green lights going ding as people are like cleared and access to walk through. And as you're approaching, the security officer looks up at you and kind of <laughs> head goes back a little bit as you're approaching and says, uh, Yes, Lieutenant oh. Commander, what, what can I do for you? Oh, hello. Uh, we were all here earlier um, examining the patient uh, in, in the medical facility, and w- there's a few more... Um, there's there's more information that we need. We have Admiral Ree and, of course, Admiral McLean already uh, aware of, of our needs. Okay. If we could just check it out, please. Sure. Uh, your name? Commander McCrell. McCrell. Thank you. I should bring this up here. I don't see anything here for any kind of access to Dr. McCrell. I'm sorry, Doctor. We were already here. Listen, uh, we are about to embark on the USS Ross, and we will have a very special patient joining us. I need as much medical information as I need, uh, as I can possibly obtain, and uh, my crew here will also be assisting me. Uh, how am I supposed to keep this patient stabilized if I can't access his medical files? Uh, I, I don't, sorry, Doctor, I don't have the answer to that. I'm not allowed to let anyone through without proper authorization, and I don't see any here. May I call read this gentleman? Sure. Yes, indeed. I'd like to get it. Um, yeah. And don't forget, you can also yeah. burn momentum um, when you gain it. We have to, one. You have one momentum. You can create opportunities, which is yes. um, one of the most straightforward uses of momentum. It's literally to buy additional D20s for a task, or you can do one of the classics that we know from story point expenditure. You can create an advantage. <clears throat> which is kind of like rolling really well. Um, you can spend two momentum to establish some new advantage in addition to whatever effect a successful task had. So you can make something true. You um, only have one. <clears throat> you only have one. So, <laughs> but here you go. Make your roll. Uh, this is an actual talent, by the way. <clears throat> oh, it's Cold a talent. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Tell me what it does. Um, well, if I succeed at the task during a social conflict, I generate one bonus momentum, which I use to obtain more information. That awesome. sounds very handy. For I'm going to say roll insight and command. Okay. Um, okay. Difficulty of this is going to be two. Insight. Your two best ones. Command. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure you've got a focus. You can probably. Um. Yeah. You tell me. Uh, psychology or com- just. That would work. Okay. That's what I thought. That absolutely would work. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So go ahead and make your roll. So that's the three. Uh. No, still the two. two still dice. the two. two right. Dice, yeah. What's the Come difficulty? Come on, commander. Oh, it's just the it's two, two, right? Yeah, the mm-hmm. two. That's a four. Yeah, ten. There two we go. There's yeah. uh, three uh, successes. No, three successes. Three successes. Your, your crit kicks in because you rolled a four, right? That's right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I forgot about. So three successes, you gain one point of momentum. So now you and got an extra because I succeeded at my task. Oh, that's right. Social conflict. That's a cold reading. So two. We three momentum. Three, three, three total yeah. momentum on the pool now. Three total ah, momentum. Yeah. One. Um, okay. Um, so you're cold reading this guy. Um, you get the impression that he takes his duty very seriously. He's yes. in his early thirties. Um, he is an ensign. He yes. seems to be very, very locked in on his duty. Yeah. However. You're getting the impression that the number of pips he's seeing in front of him is kind of playing with him a little bit. Yeah, right. can I get a... Emotional. Um, he is on the flip side of anxiety, where he's on lockdown, and he might actually be prone to overreacting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, with the initial cold read of... Uh, he's, mm-hmm. I, I imagine maybe he's scanning a couple of our callers. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of being behind McCrell, I'm going to very gently... Sort of 
approach further in front. Okay. As I am now the one. Uh, Whatever you're about to say, since you're about to engage him, go ahead and just right off the bat, let's make your presence command roll because you're about to to talk to him, right? Right. Well, I, I've also got more questions. I can I ask questions. Sure. I, I have yeah. to. Yeah. Sure. I have to. Use for the obtained information, spend for the for the for the. For the cold oh, to, to know more about his cold mm-hmm. read? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So what um, else would you like to know about him? Hmm. What was his relationship with his father? <laughs> <laughs> He's not my patient. Just <laughs> get real Freudian with him. Um, <laughs> I would like to know if he can, um, did dropping the McLean um, name uh, stir him in any way towards us? No, but he had a unique, he had a reaction. You. His reaction and the conversation would indicate that space makes him nervous because he reacted about leaving about the Ross. Mm. You you detected this oh. little twi- little kind of like a little bit of anxiety about the idea of leaving Space Dock. Got it. And a okay, officer. that's so he, interesting. He just go, he just kind of goes. You it's super subtle. The Exio picks up because yeah. of your programming and being able to pick up body language. You just okay. watching that little muscle twitch across his eyebrow. Um, that's okay. a piece of information. He seems the mention of space seems to make him nervous. Great. Um, this poor star. What about? <laughs> uh, and then you said you wanted me to do a command. Command presence, because you're about presence. to engage him. So the the difficulty here is two. I'm going to spend a point of threat here to raise the complication range by one. Use momentum. So yeah. if you yeah. roll oh, yeah. nineteen oh, or twenty, yeah. will be a you're complication. Right now, okay. Right. Um, I'm using a momentum for okay. sure. Um, What's the difficulty three? Sir? Two. Two? Okay. But the complication range is increased by one. Right. right. So 20s or 19s mm-hmm. are uh, creates a complication. Okay. And that me a die. Um, can my um, my my command? Um, oh yeah. Uh, um, XCX file um, come into this. Yeah. Which one? Uh, I have a command XCX. focus. Uh, a command. That's a executing si- program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's essentially your ability to be assertive and take command. Correct. Absolutely. If you're going to use that here, command, yes. You heard right. that right. Command. Dot exe. Command. All of my focuses are executing programs. You'll meet them. I love them. Okay. Chad is currently freaking out. My crew, best crew. Okay. All right. So, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <gasps> oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a good Gina reaction. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, wait, no. No, no I made it. No, I made it. You made it, but I only because you straight crit. I, I crit. Um. Okay. Okay. So it's two, right? Did you roll a nineteen or twenty? No. No. Okay. No. Just Evans. Just an no. <laughs> uh, yes. Two successes is all you needed. Yes. All right. So what do you say to him? Um, so um, I step in front of McCrell. Not not to not like directly in front. Just sort of like a slight shoulder in front, and mm-hmm. I e- ease down closer as to not spook him, since he seems a little off put by how outranked he is at the moment. Mm-hmm. And also, there's a large crowd. Um, asking for something he doesn't think we have access to. Um, he stiffens the moment he sees you. Commander. Right. Ensign, um, I know um, that my crew need the information that's in that room with that gentleman, and I'm sure you understand that we are going to a very difficult part of space where it is very dangerous. And if we do not have that information, we will not know how to keep that asset that is incredibly important to Starfleet alive, which is incredibly pertinent right. to the success of our mission. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. 
Um, Do you understand why we need access to this room? Yes, ma'am. I apologize. Just just doing my job. It was my job to check clearances. I know. Um, and thank I, you I, for your thoroughness, as this asset is incredibly important to keep safe. Okay. Which I, is our job as well. I'm I'm sorry. Um, no need to apologize. Of you course. You've done your job. Uh, just a moment. And he presses a few buttons, and you see the row of these pillars that have the lights on go ding, 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 green all across the board. He goes, uh, sorry again. No, Commander. please. Keep being as thorough as you are. Yes, ma'am. Shall we? Those. Let's. Yes. That was the night. Do, 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 I do, say this do, with do, the do. utmost respect. You make a great Paul stops. Paul stops next to him as he's going through and he says, Probably shouldn't mention this because your name's going to come up if it does and they'll ship you out. And he walks past the kid, and the kid just goes, <laughs> poor, poor baby. A little bit of tender, a little bit of cold. Yeah. Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> um, um, uh, all, right, let's... all right, split up and do what you do best. No, In the room. <laughs> you are unchallenged as you walk down the hallways of this section of Starfleet Intelligence. Um, you're in the lower sections, but you know where you're going. Um, the medical facility is usually pretty accessible to people. Um, in this case, as you are approaching it, you see the guards again, the ones you ran into before. It's still apparently their shift, because they're standing in front of the doors with phaser rifles on the ready. Hello again. Okay, so you are approaching with your whole entourage coming yes. by. Um, they look at you kind of curiously as you approach and says, Doctor. Yes, we're just here. Uh, there was a few uh, little snippets of information that we still needed to obtain about this patient. So thank you so much. I'm just gonna keep walking. Okay, make a command presence roll. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, I, would like, I, uh, I would like to assist with my. Yes, advisor. please. You can totally assist. Yeah. I have my advisor talent, mm-hmm. so I can assist with my command. Perfect. I'm just a doctor. I just want it. I just. I'm excited. Tell you what. Yes. If you here, here's what I'll give you. Yes. I'll let you assist, but only if she is the only one going into the room. Yeah. No, I okay. want her to. Then that if she okay in that case you absolutely get to assist. That's what I mean. All right. You are all doing your expertise. You don't need me. I'm gonna spend another point to threat to raise the complication. <laughs> range to 19 again. So and, I'm assisting. Uh, so the, in this case, I would say this is going to be, um, I would make this an insight command check. Okay. Perfect. Once again, reading these guys could, and making sure that they feel kind of at ease yeah. as you make your way Alas. in. Um, and you're literally bluffing your way into yeah. the room by just being like, yep, I belong here, and yes. just walking straight ahead. I sure do. What's do you, up? In this game, do you only get one assist from a person or can another person? Typically only one assist. Okay, great. I am going to use that momentum, y'all. Okay. What's the difficulty? Uh, the difficulty on this is going to be two. Okay, and also, um, I just uh, crit with my success, so you get a reroll. Yeah. But only uh, you. She only gets the advantages of of your assist if she succeeds in the roll. It's the advisor talent. Oh, Whenever talent. you assist another character using your command discipline, the character oh, you being assisted it may reroll on one d twenty. Okay, so make a roll. Wonderful. Isn't that a great talent? Oh, that's a that's great, great. That's a great one. Uh, that's a critical success. No, no, that was one? a 20. No, that was a great oh. one to re-roll. Oh, oh, Gina, did you miss that? What, what, what? She rolled a 20 that she's now re-rolling. Yes! Wonderful. Two successes! <laughs> Three. Three. With mine. Three, Three successes. successes. Yes. They don't even flinch. You walk right past them and they assist just crit? act like... Oh, sorry. Four successes because assists crit. Two of my crit. crit. Oh. Yeah, you just yeah. can't roll multiple dice. Yeah, okay. still crit. Love it. And wait, thank wait, you for wait. that re-roll. Unless the talent says otherwise, you can't crit and assist. 
You can crit an assist. You I just can't crit. roll multiple dice. Or you oh, can use right? determination. Yeah. Oh, you can't You can still yeah, roll in a focus. That's, you can right, roll right. a natural one. Right. So you Jean can, just This crit. is just Sorry. an addition to my assist. True. Yes, yeah. you can crit the success. Yeah, that was yes. the thing you were thinking of. That's yep. what I was thinking I remember. determination. Yep. Yeah, I got confused. All right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, McCrell, you just walk right past these two guards. Thank you. Um, they, they seem to just acknowledge, like, oh, yeah, she belongs here. And when, another, when yeah. the rest of you guys don't make a move and you just kind of stand there with authority and nod to them, it just solidifies oh, the whole play. Um, Tech has actually turned aside and has turned to one of the consoles on the wall uh, and has started um, uh, changing some things about the clearance. Okay. Specifically, McGraw's name should be on there. Thank you. I'll rectify that right now. I um, should be. I am Chief Medical Officer of the USS Raz. I'm going, I'm going to the uh, medical files to get all of the names of the surgeons that operated on this patient. Yes. Because that would be in there, right? Um, yes. Yeah. I am okay. spending four threat. Oh, mm. because this one's Because you're hacking Starfleet it. intelligence computers. Uh, Not hacking. I, I oh. wish, I, that would make so much sense. But no, um, as you enter the room and you walk over to the medical <laughs> files, yes. um, two things. First of all, he's still in the bed. Of course. Um, you see, they, he, he's, can't, they can't move him. He's, he's his regeneration dead. is going quite well. His uh, organs have taken, his skin is repairing. Um, it looks like he's resting peacefully. Um, as you move over to the computer and the medical bed, um, you see the medical files, and the moment you start accessing them, the whole building starts going What do I got? Room security alert. And the whole, like, the, the rooms go red. Everyone starts looking around as red alert is essentially going off. And you see some people rush by the security guards who immediately get and say, Everyone, if you could please stay where you are, run. and they mm-hmm. immediately activate the face. Not their run. Not run. Oh, I oh. thought you said run. I thought you said run too. No, run. <laughs> I was like, what? Not run. <laughs> you just pull a six-finger man and just tear <laughs> off down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, um, immediately security officers activate the face rifle, set to stun. Um, <laughs> as you look down the hallway. Yes. Is, I just turned to them. Is there anything we need to be concerned with? Stay right where you are, ma'am, if you would please. No problem. Um, as everyone's standing there, um, the computers immediately lock out oh, as the alert status goes on on high. You only have access to immediate medical uh, uh, medical files and med- right. uh, the immediate access to medical computers that might be needed to treat the patient. But medical files and whatnot, the intelligence medical files, they all lock down immediately. So you have access to his scans, but any information you may have gained access by the moment you access the computer looking for that chip has just been sealed off. Um, About 150 yards away, looking down a hallway through doors that are opening and closing, before you lose sight of it, you swear you see a shuttlecraft touching down in the middle of what looks like the courtyards that you were entering. Um, And a crowd beginning to gather as Uh, loud noises can be heard muffled on the other side of those glass. Great, I lean down to tech um, and I just whisper to you, is there a way that you can turn this computer back on without making it look like it's been turned on? We have tamed information during a moment when all the computers were blacked out. I'm it, Commander. And I take off my communicator mm-hmm. and start fiddling with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to uh, mess with the signal to block the emergency uh, uh, like call. Oh, okay. So that it'll just sort of mask what you're doing? Off. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you just kind of turn around and amidst the confusion to slip off your communicator, pull out so your tools. Cool. Yeah. Um, I love what you're doing. This is totally, this is absolutely like a create advantage 
Okay, cool. Um, oh, I, lo- yeah, I love it because too. you're literally trekking yeah. right, right now. Yeah. You are tech trekking. We, we are trekking to the start. I'm going to do the thing with the thing. I'm going to take the technology and make it do that thing. Well done, Xander. So this would probably be a, what is what is your key attributes? Is for engineering, it's control engineering, isn't it? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's what this, because of because of the delicate nature of what you are doing, this is totally a control engineering check. Great. Do you have any focuses like makeshift or jury rig or anything like that? Uh, that can apply here. Most of your stuff is warp field technology and stuff yeah. like that. All right, so go ahead and make the roll. The difficulty of what um, you're attempting. I lean over again as I see that you did exactly as I hoped you would. Mm-hmm. Um, not to overstay my welcome, but mm-hmm. I might be able to assist this. Please. Right. Um, I also have a focus called System Tap. Dot Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Okay. We are such a troublesome crew. Well, thing, like I'm Her using you you can see you phasing in. This is only the for communicator. emergencies. Rue would have an aneurysm. Yeah. Uh, Rue would um, be having Rue is in here. Yeah. SWAT team comes smashing. <laughs> the stage would be so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Another SWAT team comes smashing on yeah. the other side. Um so we got it good. <laughs> um okay. So you get to assist on this, basically? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just a regular um, assist. That's good, because what you're attempting is tricky. Oh, yeah, what's the difficulty? Um, this is going to be a difficulty four check. Wow. Yikes. So I'm going to spend momentum. another momentum. Okay. But so. if you if you pull this off, you'll essentially cover gaining access to the medical file. Okay. How do you all feel about determination at this time? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to hold on a second, I think. I'm gonna. Well, yeah. I'm gonna spend mine. Do it. Yeah, do it. Uh, you can do oh, it. Wait, on you can't oh, I can't do it on an assist. That's what I was. Tra- that's what I thought was catching one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've just been one. sidling over the like, cat this whole time, just being like, interesting crew we have. Let's see. Let's see what happens. I'm really into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you Look, thought that was gonna be great. not bringing us here. No. Great. The entire crew. You are the chillest one. Oh, this whole yeah, time yeah. you've just been like, cool. 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 I'm into this. I'm, I'm chill. <laughs> Didn't you see her smile? <laughs> oh. 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 Did you see what mine was? Uh, the difficulty on this is three. Oh, yours. Yours. Okay. So you That's are assisting four. engineering. Yes. Um, is it control engineering or? No. I'm gonna say security. Security. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So control security. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. That was what Rue's hacking yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I don't. Let's see what you get. Sorry. I, mm. No. Okay, no. It's not high. Yeah. We need that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if that's the case, I did spend a momentum. I got three successes. Do you want to roll? I, the... wanna, I have cautious engineering. What is your number? Your target number? Uh, no, it's, I thought you said it's three. We downed one. Huh? No. Oh, the, the difficulty is... He's been a momentum. Difficulty to... He's been a momentum to get an extra die. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you could two to create an advantage. And, and he doesn't have any focuses. Yeah, yeah. Like, technically, he would have five successes if his... And if one of his, his focuses... Focus because yeah. hers has failed, I can't assist. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, it, the check has to succeed for the assist. It's not a cascade thing. Yeah. But you could assist Xander if he tries again, or anyone okay, else could. Great. Yeah. But I want. I think I want to try to reroll for the crit, right? If I get a crit, I mean, otherwise you just straight up fail the shot. Either we fail or not. Yeah, either way. Or yeah. you could so, roll a complication. Right, but at this point. Okay. Oh no! Twenty. Oh, 
Oh, well, my. nice, but let's no, not okay. get arrested. Oh, I got a great backup character. <laughs> oh, my. We love because this one's probably gonna lose his skin. All it, and I'm just like on the other side of the glass going, Oh, hey, uh, buddy, remember what one of the functions of determination is a reroll? How do you feel about it now? Uh, well, I don't, um... Yeah, you sure about that not spending determination yet? Well, I have, uh, um, technology makes life better. <laughs> and you're less pretty not great right now. Because <laughs> of technology. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. So, uh... <laughs> Oh God! What is but this? You know, I like right complications. This is fun. Great. We're never gonna get out of. We're never gonna leave space. Let's <laughs> try this real quick. It's fine. This is fine. Yeah. This, this is, is fine. It all it's happens. Not fine. It all happens yeah, so, so fast. <laughs> because the next thing that happens was, the security officer immediately notices what you're doing, and reads what you're doing. I mean, it's a complication. So it's not just mm -hmm. like, hey, what are you doing? Right. He catches on that you're up to something not within the parameters of what you should be doing right now. Let's put it that way. Mm. And following instinct, and because it's under heightened alert, and because they're in on the fact there has been infiltrations of Romulans disguised to look like Federation members, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the phaser rifle is immediately raised. Mm -hmm. And before he can fire... Um, Lieutenant oh, Commander Prawl puts his fist across the side of his jaw. Oh. As far away as he can. That's you, Jeb Hadars! Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> like, and that is we are in combat. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. Two security officers. Oh, Oh, no. Um, okay. This ended very badly. Well, I'm everyone, that, that has been clear skies. Um, Let's no. do this. Oh, no. Oh, God. Um, What's that? I don't know. You yeah, know, this is this is. Um, in, I'm going so to try to. Is there any momentum left? No. no. Okay, so <laughs> I'm giving. I'm giving. I'm gonna mm -hmm. give. Uh, I'm gonna give Prawl initiative on this. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he is going to straight up attack this security officer. Unfortunately, you are gonna watch Lieutenant Commander Yuri Prawl has an, an intense fascination with close hand combat uh -oh. and actually specializes in Shotokan Karate. Uh oh. Love that. Can we get an Because he's a big fan of that? earth martial arts. I love it. Um, good. I love him. We need a good Isn't martial arts cool? trill security so officer right now. I really like you. Uh, Remember, uh, it's a good egg. all our bridge officers have discrimination. Mm. And uh, you can also burn. Oh, you can burn from a directive. That's how you do it. What? Oh. Sorry? Uh, though technically that wasn't. Right. Um, okay, um, one sec. You can also burn determination if there's a directive. Like, I was giving you the directive at the top mm -hmm. of the episode. You can use that. And He's going to generate one momentum. He is then going to spin that momentum because he has close protection security. Nice. So he's going to protect a single ally, you, within close range. The next attack against that ally starts uh, with an increased difficulty of one next turn. So the next action, it's one harder to hit you. Um, so Crawl <laughs> throws himself in front of the phaser and in the same motion, pivots his back foot and strikes this lieutenant across the side of his face. And judging from the damage he does from his unarmed knockdown, non-lethal strike, knocks this guy out cold. Great. And one strike. Great. Brings well, him down. Um, we Can should maybe extricate ourselves from the situation post haste. <clears throat> There's still one more security officer, correct? Yes, but the initiative is now going to pass. 
to them. To them. He did oh. attack quick to act. What's that? No, that's nope, fine. Didn't. He took constantly watching, so he knew this was coming, and I gave him the first action. Yeah, got it. Um, can't really do anything. So yeah, he knew this was going down. So it's going to be the other security officer's turn. And he uh, is actually, it, it, it plays against him because he doesn't raise the, the phaser rifle at you at all. He sees Prawl take one of his guys down and immediately turns the phaser rifle on Prawl. But he's at close range, so yeah, that's a... I'm going to raise the difficulty on him yep. because that is not an easy shot. That's at up point. to three. Um, he misses. Misses with the phaser right. shot. Um, a red beam lances out from the edge of his phaser rifle, striking the wall right behind him and causing sparks to fly. <clears throat> it is uh, now your initiative. I grab your arm, mm. take your combat mm-hmm. from your hand, yeah. scratch the top of his hand to show his blood, and I show it at the command at the at the, the security officer and say, "Stand down." Roll your nice. command presence. Savvy. We're in the middle of combat. So yes. I'm going to spend two threat to raise the complication range by two. Okay. So the this complication range is now 18 or better. Is going to create a complication, and it's this is going to be very difficult. So I'm going to set the difficulty at four. This is a command presence roll to stop command combat. Uh, can I, I, can, I can assist. If you, got, you somebody can assist. Yes. yes. When a Thank character you. assists a superior, the superior gains a bonus mm-hmm. momentum. Yep. What, you, duty, what is what that's, is the, that's duty and discipline. That's one of my talents. Cardassian oh. talent. Yep. I'm up against Cardassian the talent. Nice. Cardassian yeah. talent. Which is so convenient when you are the lowest ranked. Uh, one person can assist. You want to assist as well? Because I saw you type in. I would in. like to. Yeah. What, um, you, what do you want to say? I have diffused the tension as a talent. Oh my god. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh my Please. god. Yes. 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 Please. What, what does it do? Let me. Let me just. Yeah. Pull it up. Uh, Go ahead so and make your. So diffused tension. Whenever you attempt to task, persuade someone not to resort to violence, you may add a bonus d20 to your dice pool. So I'll allow you to roll an assist die. Yeah. Yeah. With a bonus die. Cool. Okay. Oh, so you get to roll two dice to assist um, I, Gina. Can I also, again, use my command to focus? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no need for us to get into a shooting match. Everything is fine. Besides, my attack officer would win. Oh, no. One crit, one success. Okay. Good. So that's three successes. Make your roll. Yes, yes. Difficulty again? A difficulty was four. Oh. oh, no. And Aki does not look happy. And I'm only <laughs> rolling one dice. Remember, right. you can use... Yeah, 16. In one of my rolls. Yeah, and you only use You're one. You're rolling your command right? presence. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I rolled two. Uh, right? Of, yeah, because of the bonus. Yeah. Okay, cool. But okay. because of my bonus from Diffuse the Tension, I got an extra die. Okay. Do you, um, but you unfortunately, can't burn a I can't burn a determination, and I rolled an 18. I can. Yeah, you can. Roll as many dice as you want. Actually, burning a determination gives you auto success. No, it gives me an auto success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, an auto crit, right? Yeah, an auto, auto crit. crit. So um, it would put me one over, and then we'd have some momentum for Let's this. Let's do it. Five. You can do it. From Fantastic there. situation. There's, there's really, there's really um, a complication on an assist. I think this is directed. Because I rolled an 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I agree. Oh, um, yeah. That'll trigger. Yeah. Do I roll two dice? <clears throat> which which one are you, were you using? Okay. Wow, this got foobar fast. Well, I think <laughs> I know. I just watched this. Is amazing. I know. But Gina might be able to, as they say, get the shit back in the horse. I'm from Texas. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that all of the high emotions yes. just make. Phaser fire. Separate from the pool that you can spend to add an additional dial I'm supposed stuff. to come in after all the shooting. Uh, I'm not gonna risk it. I'm gonna burn my determination. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm, um, my determination is my directive was to obtain this information from my captain. I burn that. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, you can also do it to fix the That's true. You were given an order. You can use that as a determination of value spend. Yeah. Um, so five, success. five successes. <laughs> okay. One momentum. That is enough. However, you generated a complication from an assist. Sorry. So oh, you you're did? Gonna, yes. So you're going to succeed, but there's going to be a complication. Okay. Um, so he stops and freezes and looks at the hand and goes, what the hell is going on? This chief is not who you should be afraid of right now. Um, we and do not need a trigger-happy security around several security assets. Uh, Prawl is going to back you up. He's going to... I guess he is. Oh, shit. No. Uh, so gain, gain a momentum. Yeah. Prawl leans in and says, No, you should be afraid of me. If you discharge a phaser rifle at my crew again, I will take you apart. Do you understand me? I fought things with spines on their face. What do you think I'm going to do to you? And this ensign stares at him as he uses his intimidation focus and he lowers the phaser rifle. Great. <laughs> and he reaches over and boldly snatches the phaser rifle out of the security guard's hand, who kind of flinches. <clears throat> and he looks at this phaser rifle and turns it off. I like who I have. I'm going to um, come back out and go to the downed officer. Oh, so, dear. Oh, did you come back out? If you leave, you're going to be leaving. So you are in oh, with access. Out. Never mind. <laughs> so I need you to, so because we're, so you, while you're all this at is the going on, line. I'll be like, do, 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 do. Okay. I let go of your arm, by the way. And then mm. I, 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 I put my hand over, like, like, let go of wrist, hand on under palm, hand over top. I'm so sorry. No, it's, it's okay. I'll fix it later. <laughs> I'm not there. It's all the time. I get scratched up. It's fine. Prawl digs it in. He just says, you're lucky, kid. You're not the one that's going to get court-martialed for discharging a firearm at an officer. And the security officer just stares at him, just kind of terrified. Um, And then Prawl just just stares back at him, and after a beat, just goes, crack, with his knuckles in front of his face. Ellen is going to kind of step over to Prawl and just, like, Paul's enjoying this a little. I know. I'm. Yeah. I'm just gonna kind of place a hand, like very gently, um, just on the back of his shoulder. <clears throat> Everything's fine now. You're damn right it is. He keeps staring at the at the kid in front of him. Um, so um, at that point, do what have, do you do? Yeah. Do we have access? So we're out of combat now. Yes. So not only are you out of combat, okay. but because you were able to defuse that situation mm-hmm. like you did, Thank here's you. what's happening. Thank you. The complication is you're going to have limited time to pull this off. So I'm going to give you one check on the computer to try to get this information. Now, because the security has been diffused at the moment, because this guy's got his tail between his legs, you won't have to sneak this. Right. So if you want to gain access, you can do this now. Okay. Facility is still on lockdown, so you're going to need somebody who's really good at computers to gain access to that file and then get the hell out of here. You assist and... uh, I'm just gonna you and I will just moral be support. Moral uh, support. And then since I'm assisting, you <coughs> gain a bonus momentum if this goes off. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So, uh, what is the difficulty? Um, to get into the. You can uh, just use it to buy an additional Difficulty to access the computers is going to be four. 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 Yeah, okay, so I will spend one moment. That was a bonus momentum, right? Yeah, so you can so get I'll it for free. I'll spend one mm-hmm. just to put one in. Yep. And what are we rolling? It's control engineering. Yes. Um. And if you want to assist with is your security. Yes, please. Yeah, you can do that. Great. So control security. Yeah, yeah, control security. And I'm just inside waiting patiently. Success. So you get a bonus momentum, my friend. 
if he succeeds. If he succeeds. Okay, I'm going to... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, you another 20. You have to be Feel free to burn the momentum. If you yes, succeed, burn the momentum. you get some momentum back. for me. Great, okay. Okay. okay, so put that momentum back because I assisted you. Okay, so I have three successes. Great, and four. No, yes. no, 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 I was assisting and... Uh, so you got a success. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, so I did. four successes. Oh, Sorry, tip oh, thank God. <laughs> yes. That's no, you're, you're not just giving no one. You're doing the Gina. You're doing the Gina. Yeah, yeah my job. You're doing the Gina of our group now. Uh, Shield of tomorrow, you'd always roll 20s. This is a. Can we uh, let that die already? Yeah. I am not that bad of a potential makes you statistically more likely to fail more often, and also I believe there's a momentum spend that allows you to yes. remove complications. Untapped potential is just for yeah. what is immediately relevant here. Right. Mm. Thankfully, uh, though, you you're didn't. wonderful. I trust your expertise. Thank you. Tech. You Finally. just saved the day. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice assist. Thank you. Saved the day. I can see it like I was at the L car, like super focused in, and look at you just show up and you're just like, boop. And I was going to be for Cardassian. You almost muscle memoried the exact same thing you did before. Yeah. No. Yeah. You make a quick file grab, you see it, you grab it. Um, by and by grabbing it, you essentially send access to the doctor uh -huh. in the medical facility. It pops up on the oh, screen. Yes. You see what you need to grab. You download it to your data pad. Wonderful. Um, I'll just go put a little paw up. <laughs> I love them so much. I'll um, put that away. Um, <clears throat> okay. Remember, I did throw a complication at you guys. What are you doing now? You have the information. Uh, now we leave. Here. We have the full chip and everything. Well, yeah. the you, have, you don't have the full chip. We have all the schematics. You got, you got the scan yeah, schematics the and the data yeah, files. Yeah, then that's fine. We leave. GTFO Oh, um, <laughs> um, We leave and I go to reprimand friend. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I need to go get a hold of our pilot. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so you all make a quick exit. Well, as I come out, can I just check on the fallen, fallen security guy really quick? Uh, make sure he's okay. Um, he concussed or... Um, Prawl hit his off switch. Clocked him right here on the edge of the jaw. He's going to be out for the next 30 minutes or so. I'm just going to go to the other How security officer. Like, steal a space. Make sure he gets some, <laughs> some pain <laughs> for this. Uh, is he going to be okay? Oh, he'll be fine. Um, <laughs> Prawl doesn't say anything. No, just I'm looks just at the guy and walks on. How has the patient handled all of this? He's out. Patient has been unconscious. He's been. Okay, great. So it's not a different room from us. Oh, right, right, right. So at a certain point, we cut from the from his room and just hear the muted scuffle outside, but very like like long lockdown tripod shot. Let's go. Yep. I'm gonna make a quick check here. How many momentum do y'all have? One. One. Two. No. One. Two. Why do I have two here? Bonus. We no. We we. You have one. He used it to reroll. We had two. He used one to reroll. Got it. Okay, I would like to. Do I have? Um, yes, you do. I would like to <laughs> spend. If you guys are cool with it, I would like Prawl to spend a point of momentum here. Yeah? Sure. Yeah. Okay, then he is going to make a quick check, an insight security check, mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to gain that bonus. That Twenty. Feels good. That, that feels like a good roll that, that you should do. He has, I'm going to set the difficulty at four for this because oh everything is very difficult. I mean, pure chaos. However, he has constantly watching. When attempting a task to detect danger or hidden enemies, I reduce the difficulty by one. Um, difficulty is now three. 
can... You assist? Oh, yeah, can I assist? I have suspicious by nature. When attempting to detect hidden enemies, traps, or other forms of danger, Card the character may re-roll a dice. Yes, you may yes. assist. Cardassians nice. have beautiful talents, talents by the way. Um, yeah. But so what are you rolling? So I, would, I would say also make an inside security check. Okay, great. That's really just going to come into play. Cardassians. Yes, oh. one success. You rolled a 20? Okay, um, but you get to re-roll the dice because I got a success. He rolled a crit. Yeah! So that's what, five successes? Again, cat. <laughs> so we had one, our, our, like, one moment. Yes, machine. three. How much did you get? Oh, I got a, um, I got a seven. Oh, wait, 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 I'm sorry. That's six successes. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's sick. That's sixy. So two, mom- two um, momentum. Two? Um, as you guys are starting to leave, Prawl stops suddenly, and he turns and he looks back. Um... And he looks back at the security officer who kind of flinches and looks at him and Prawl just kind of says, he looks at you and says, Commander, stops you and says, Yes. I need to stay here, I think. He reaches down and he picks up the other security officer's phaser rifle. Can I? And he says, wait a minute. And then he starts pushing everyone back up against the wall. Um, And at about that point, what you get from from him? I stand in front of you. You get a sense of like, it's a little scary from Prawl because he's going into a mode where he goes cold, essentially. Emotionally, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he goes cold. Mm -hmm. Um, And he backs up against the wall. Did I clock that look back at the other security officer? Yeah, he looked. What am I getting from them? Towards the security officer? Yeah, yeah. Um, Caution. Okay. Um, And the security officer looks confused. You're getting a sense of confusion. But at about that moment, Mm -hmm. Almost like Vral was able to predict what was happening, a green disruptor beam f- is fired from down the hall towards the security officer at all of you. Whoa. Because okay. there ain't no better time of- to kill this operative yeah. amidst this distraction. I was about to say. It was not oh. meant. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is the patient in danger, so I immediately want to go um, The distraction the that flushes out the Tal Shiar. Okay. Yep. 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 Thank you, Vren. Yep. Thank you, Vren. Thank you, Vren. Thank you, Vren. <laughs> Why are we saying that? Six. Because you, he's a valuable you, part um, of our crew. We're here. We're already here. Episode so, two. Let's go. unfortunately, because he's an extra, the poor oh. security guard that just got our shot. Our first red shirt, everyone. Oh. Yes. Oh. As um, chat for the red oh, shirt. He was disrupted. He was, yes. So, Prawl instinctively pulls the phaser rifle back, and whoever is to his left, he immediately throws an arm up and shoves aside as this bolt of green energy slams into the chest armor of the security guard. It is not enough to save him. Okay. Um, and he slams up against the wall and collapses to the ground. It doesn't disintegrate. And from down the hall, you see what looks like a man with black hair. You only get a quick glimpse of him, but he ducks back down behind. Um, you can tell by the way he's moving. He's moving quick and efficiently, but he darts closer and hides behind one of the outcroppings of the wall. And he pulls up what looks like a phaser pistol of some kind. So the other phaser is now unintended. That's correct. It's, but if you're going to make a grab for it, you're going out into the open. Yeah, that's true. Which you can do. Yeah, okay. I'm... He'll get a sh- he'll probably get a shot at you. I'm but he's pulling on the side. What's that? I'm going to make a quick move. So combat has started. Yeah. Yeah, initiative right. works a little differently in Star Trek Adventures, if you remember correctly. Yeah. It's more of a narrative initiation. Right. I've given surprise attack to the Romulan. Sure. However, Lieutenant Pro- Commander Prawl saw that shit coming, so oh. the initiative is now going to pass to your team. Who yes. would you like to go Whole first? Team. 
I would like to go. Go okay. ahead, go. Uh, what are you gonna do? Prowl has moved us back towards the out of the way. Out of the way, but yeah. there's still the console. Yes. So as soon as I see the the shot mm-hmm. come, I turn around and I activate a force field. Boom. Love yeah. It. All right. Where? And I hit. Yeah. Protecting so, us uh, or protecting the room? It's going to be protecting it between us and the Romulan. So there's a force field. The entrance. Yeah. Uh, we need yeah. a wall between us and the between space. us and the mm-hmm. disruptor. Gunfire. Um, yeah. I'm gonna set the difficulty of this at three. Three. Just you're you're op- I mean you don't technically have access to the security systems. I mean, but you but you're also I... start the officer. I mean, in, in all honesty, you could just have you you could yeah. No. You could either you could either activate this or it's commander emergency MCU. protocol. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, think we just need to clear up a little bit of the theater of the brain cancer. Yeah, sure. Um is the Romulan coming into the building? So look at it this way. It's an L-shaped hallway. Mm-hmm. At the end of this hallway where you guys are stationed mm-hmm. is the door and then the glass wall and then the medical the medical bay on the inside where the patient is sleeping behind mm-hmm. this glass wall. Okay. The left side of the hallway is where the phaser the, the disruptor shot just came and killed. So if the, the force field goes up, then it on will that side of the hallway us, the, and the, and the, and the That's I was yeah, wondering correct. if yeah. we were cutting ourselves off from the medical room. That's no. why I was like, no, that may be that. It'll protect him too. The no segmentation problem. of the yeah. We'll be cool. on the same that's, side. That's the only thing. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah, so, no, there's no seg fault. I'm also going to spend uh, momentum to add an extra die. Okay. That activates my cautious engineering. Uh, and uh, so what? What was the difficulty? So what? Your so difficulty is three. Three. And it's going to be control engineering. Yep. Okay. And it's, were you assisting? Um, it, is it because this com- computer is still not accessible I, to us? That's correct. The computer's on a security lockdown right um, now. So unless you have unless you have strict clearance to access the computers, mm-hmm. you have to hack it essentially. So you're essentially jumping the you're jumping into an override mode to get the security. But it's it's again you're initiating a security protocol. Yeah, so it's a little yeah, easier. Yeah, is there a number for what? Because because uh, you assisted with the computer before. Yes, I did, but it was really bad. It was really bad. <laughs> so yeah. it was mine. Okay. Um, uh, where am I? Engineering is my one. Engineering is one, and my uh, insight. Wait, what were we? Control. 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 Engineering control. Twelve. Yep. We have the exact control. same engineering role. Okay. Um, nice. Well, I can use duty and discipline because then he'll. If I succeed, he'll get a bit bonus but, momentum. But he's yeah. not a superior officer. No. Oh, that's the true. One, the right. one. The that's one. The one. The one. She outranks you. Well, it's okay. okay. Also, okay. Well, then I, can do this. I can assist if you want me to do. Um, it, just in operating the computer, I think it would help. You yeah. can literally shout command override, activate security, force fields, yeah. Yeah. blah, 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 and then yeah, you yeah, can yeah, do yeah. the yeah. thing. Because yeah. my, my action was going to be uh, calling in security, so um, yeah. can I assist with the command role of um, um, citing a breach of Romulan attack during intelligence asset, which would probably gain this access computer. Absolutely. So I assist by doing that. Okay. Yep. Ooh. I'm gonna count it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. You also can reroll. Uh, no need. One, two, three, four with a crit. So cool. four. Yeah. four. So we get one momentum. One no. more success. And Five. two momentums. Your hands play across the L cars <laughs> like a pianist on a grand piano. <laughs> and the security force field goes up immediately, which essentially immediately ends the combat. Right. As you guys are completely cut <laughs> off. <laughs> as this force field is erected in the security section. Um, you see the Romulan disguised as a human being peek out to look to see what the noise was. Just edge out a little bit. You catch a brief glimpse of his features. Um, he looks possibly Japanese descent. Um, dark black hair that's cut in a very, in fact, Starfleet sort of regulation manner. Um, and you do catch a glimpse of a uniform. 
Mm -hmm. um, but as he glances out, you are assuming it has to be the Romulan because he's firing a disruptor and trying to kill you guys. Mm -hmm. um, when he sees the force field, there's no masking to you the pure rage that he's feeling I as he turns it, and begins to run the opposite direction. I can see the rage, but can I what feel it? Yes. Um, okay. Can you block his path? It's. I will give you this. Force field on the other side. And this is this is a very this is a, a little piece of information for you. Mm -hmm. It's very muted, but you can feel it. Uh, I already have blocked the other side with two momentum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Trapped yes. like Great. a rat. Great. Um, all right, and then um, and then uh, uh, again. <laughs> um, he stops in front of this thing. Uh, I point to um, uh, Prawl and the doctor. Go protect the patient. Um, and then to you two, the yes. cat, Tech. Is there any way that you can disrupt any possible beaming away capabilities from inside that hall? I'll try. I'll do my best. Let's do it. Um... Commander, I just have the need to inform you. Art. Yes. Oh, Any feel, information? I could feel what he was feeling, but it was dampened somehow. Then you may be getting better at detecting through the chip. Or it was just that his emotion was so strong that it overrided the chip. Um. Interesting. Excellent point. It's very useful. Thank you. He turns and slowly walks up to the force field to stare at all of you. Mm. Recently, you see the two pips of a lieutenant. He's wearing what do they look like? red uniform. Huh? What do they look like? The pips? No, no, no. The, the, the person. He has uh, very angular features. He looks like he's young. Okay. Um, and uh, judging from the way he, he's built, he also looks like he is probably an assassin. Just from the way he moves, sure. the way he walks, the way he carries himself. Um... And then the pips were what? what lieutenant. Were, lieutenant. Mm -hmm. um, was there any of the three that we were given previously the intel? Were any of those lieutenants? Since we didn't have a face to all of them. No. None of them were lieutenants. This is this is. Uh, oh oh, that's not true. Yes, this is one of this is. I'm sorry. Yes, this is you're one talking of the about intel personnel. This is the this third is the boy. Third boy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> as he approaches, <laughs> as he, I'm gonna spend, I'm gonna spend uh, three threat here. Because as you are as you are activating and blocking out, immediately causing a dampening field to prevent transport, mm -hmm. you hear him in this beautiful, articulate Romulan say to you, um, "Glory to Sila." And he puts the phaser, he puts the disruptor against his chest, absolutely not, and opens fire. And I immediately say, uh, "Turn it, take take down the force yeah, Okay, I'll try. By the time you're reaching for the force field controls, his body has evaporated in front of you in a haze of green, and there's no masking his scream as he vanishes. And the disruptor clatters. This Romulan disruptor clatters to the ground. And the right shield goes down. <laughs> and the shield goes down. You just see a glowing substance in the space where he was once standing. I immediately go up and see if the chip survived the blast. Nothing survived that. Um, and Prawl just goes, son of a bitch. Our asset is safe. That is the most important right now. Yeah. Yeah. Prawl nods. Yeah, what we we should for? tell the captain. I have a feeling everything is about to be uncovered in a few moments. What we should probably do is make sure no one knows you've got that. Got what? Lieutenant? Exactly. Um, so why don't we do a scene cut? Mm -hmm. 
All of you Where's are standing in the office. Uh, of you'll find the piece of <laughs> All of you are standing in the office of Admiral Colin McLean, flanked by Admiral Nollis Ree. You are standing next to your command crew. Um, for some of you, your ears have a slight ringing sensation from the shouting of Admiral McLean. But when he is done shouting, and he is done dressing each of you down, he catches his breath and leans back, sits in his chair, and there's a moment of silence and no one speaks for a moment. And McLean says, you haven't even left space dock. You haven't even left space dock. It's a good thing, Admiral. I will tell you when you can speak, Lieutenant Commander. And at that point, Admiral Ree speaks up and says, Admiral, there's no need to yell at her or them. I told them to do this. This was my order. And Collins turns and looks at Ree. And Ree glances over at you. You've seen this in poker games. You've seen this in intelligence briefings. It's a casual look. It says, don't you open your damn mouth as he looks at you. And McLean leans back and says, you ordered them to go against my orders and retrieve information about a patient that I had quarantined. McLean stares at him for a second. Commander Admiral Reed just says, Admiral, respectfully, Captain Sewell and I served in the frontline intelligence during the Dominion War. Commander Sewell was instrumental in our operations against the Orion Syndicate and the changeling infiltration of the Orion Syndicate. We know what we're doing, and we know how to deal with these kinds of situations. We knew that making this kind of disruptive action was going to call out the Romulan assassin. It was the perfect opportunity and the Romulan assassin took it. Sir, it was messy, and that's exactly how intelligence works sometimes. We just delivered your assassin to you. You're welcome, sir. And McLean looks at him. You really think I'm gonna fall for that? And Reese says, no, sir. But that won't matter when the president is shaking your hand, will it? Sir. And McLean leans in to Ree and says, that's what I don't like about you intelligence boys. You're too good at playing this game. You're too good. That's true, sir, but I'm on your side. The Ross is due to leave. I think proper punishment, Admiral, is making them leave. Would you agree? Very well. I'm gonna regret saying this, but there's something about everything that has transpired in the past 24 hours that tells me 
you are all going to be a tremendous asset in the Shackleton Expanse and perhaps the biggest pain in the ass that Admiral April Hebert has ever had. And that includes particular Klingon general. My solution to this problem is to make you her problem as quickly as possible. Your mission orders still stand. You're taking the Romulan operative with you. You were all under strict orders never to speak of this again, except for you, Lieutenant. And you see Vryn just go, oh, uh, shit. Yeah, sir. Sorry. No, um, I, I had a lot of Romulan ale. He says, Lieutenant, you are not charming to me. Shut your damn mouth. And Vryn gets quiet and he says, you stole a shuttlecraft. You used an authorization code that wasn't yours. And Vryn goes, that's true, sir. Yes, I did do that. But it was all to root out the Romulan. And the Admiral just says, really? Okay. If you can leave this office in the next five seconds, I will consider not putting a reprimand on your record. And just like he did when you said run outside, turn three times and spit, Vren bolts from the office like a cartoon character and says, I suggest you all follow his example. Dismissed. Sir. Re follows you all out. And as the doors close behind, he smiles and looks at all of you and just says, I'll clean up this mess. We'll make sure we don't make too many new ones in Shackleton. Thank you. You're welcome. All things considered, it could have been worse. But now, I have to go write a condolence letter to a father. But that's on the Romulans, not you. Go make us proud in Shackleton. All of you. Dismissed. I wait till they're all out of eyeline and I hug him. Okay. Oh. The Benzite closes his eyes as he puts his head up onto your shoulder and hugs <laughs> your six foot plus five. frame back. Six foot five. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what it's like hugging B, Dave? Um, <laughs> they're a nice tall drink of water. The <laughs> next few the next few hours are everybody assembling and transporting um, shuttles constantly flying, mm -hmm. constantly leaving the air as transporter beams are taking everyone up to the USS Ross. Um, Vren approaches all of you and says, well, I got my clearance back, so I've actually been instructed to fly you all up to the Ross on a shuttle. How God, I hope you can fly. Actually, in all honesty, Chief, that's the one thing I do pretty damn well. God, I hope you're telling the truth. He's telling the truth. Okay. <laughs> that makes me feel better. Didn't even have to do a read to know that. Oh. So on your order, Captain. I want to show them all. On you go. A lot of you begin to filter into the shuttle bay. Mm -hmm. um, the adrenaline rush of the past few hours still kind of simmering in all of you. Haven't even left Earth, 
and it already seems like there is a shadow being cast over what's probably waiting for you out in Shackleton, among other things. Not to mention a month-long journey through Klingon territory to get there. Um, but um, all your belongings have been transported up. You've been briefed. You even have certain information that you obtained from the medical facility. Still what in your... information? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. But you, as you're all boarding shuttles, and as shuttles one by one are flying out, and transporter pads are being activated, um, you're getting one good look at all of the ox crew as they're assembling and shaking hands. You see family members saying goodbye to other family members as they're getting ready to ship out. You see some family members looking nervous as they carry their bags up onto the transporter pad with their loved ones, preparing what it's going to be like to make a home on Narendra Station. <laughs> um, <clears throat> lots of goodbyes, a couple of yips from pets that are also following you all into Shackleton. Um, one by one, everyone is loading up, and you see a lot of the ox crew taking specific note of senior staff as y'all are congregating around one of the larger shuttlecraft. Um, a few of them have come up and shaked your hands and engaged with all of you, telling you they're looking forward to working underneath your administration, as it were, in your departments. But one by one, the great crowd assembles, and people are starting to ship up to the USS Ross. Um, as y'all are all stepping on board the shuttlecraft together, you get a good look at the great expansive courtyard of San Francisco and Starfleet Command um, as the shuttle door begins to close. Um, it's your last time being earthbound for quite a while. <clears throat> and as the door begins to close, Vren just goes, he hears that door go and the pressurization kick in um, and he just goes, I feel normal again. All right. You hear the power is going as the shuttlecraft kick in, and he goes, Chief, if you don't calm down, I'm going to start messing I'm with calm. you. I'm calm. I'm so calm. I'm going to start messing with you. Cucumber. That's the call And the shuttle takes off. Do it. <laughs> Do it. And Mess with him. Colin sort of just looks out the window. <clears throat> Matane. And all of you watch as the ground passes beneath you as you pull out of the shuttle bay. And quickly the ground becomes the ocean, the Pacific. And then you see the Golden Gate Bridge and Alcatraz, and then the skyline of 24th century Earth amongst what looks like a brilliant sunrise the next day. Um, and then the thrust which you don't feel because of the inertial damage. Yeah, <laughs> Tech goes hurling to the back of the shuttle. Um, None of us move. We're like, what a, what a drama. I was holding up Orwell to look out the window. Holding up Orwell. You pass through some cloud skyline, and what's, what's beautiful about this is not only are you passing into high atmosphere as you're leaving Earth, but you're also seeing a lot of the other shuttlecraft of what is going to become your crew family for the next how many years? in space, all leaving along with you, like just a fleet of shuttles all heading out into Earth's orbit. Um, then you notice the blue glow of Earth's atmosphere begin to surround the shuttle. Um, and after a few moments, you start hearing the low hum of the shuttle breaking atmo until you finally see the gorgeous black expanse of space and a beautiful full moon waiting in front of you. Also, the undeniable beauty of Starbase One, tilted at that angle of this ambient blue glow, this incredibly huge Starbase with starships coming and going, its day-to-day -day operations um, off in the distance. 
but gradually as you begin to pull away and look back you can see earth becoming that beautiful blue dot that Carl Sagan once described um, pushing further and further away you start approaching what looks like a shell that you know to be one of the docks for a ship and that is when you see inside this docking collar of this this dry dock area of the San Francisco fleet yards is the USS Ross and despite her similarities to the galaxy class the variations of her design make the USS Ross stand out as a ship of her own kind 662.2 meters long she's just 20 meters longer than the standard galaxy class starship 398.8 meters at the beam or width 146.9 meters at the draft with a total mass of 4,409,556,066 metric tons. Her saucer section is round rather than elliptical as you would find in a normal galaxy class. And while this does make the Ross slightly smaller in scale, it also has slightly more maneuverability and as you can see the powerful RCS thruster ports visible on her saucer section, even at a distance. Also visible is the angelic blue glow of the saucer warp core ejection hatch on her ventral side. The saucer exhibits a powerful impulse engines that link directly to the secondary warp core, giving her saucer section speed no other sa separated saucer could match. Two warp cores? What? <laughs> her frame seems to be a cross between the galaxy class and a sovereign, with a long neck that runs down the full length of the ship at a shallow angle, increasing her scale for potential crew complement and giving her a powerful solid frame. Even from here, the promenade deck is visible. A brilliant glowing ring arcing across her dorsal saucer section, as the glow of the observation deck on her ventral side is also visible, just below the bridge on deck two. Welcome to Starfleet's greatest modern experiment, the USS Ross. This is what it was all for. Welcome home, Captain. And you. We're going to cut to you stepping onto the bridge for the first time. The turbo lift doors open. The bridge itself is a variation of the Galaxy class. And as you step on, you immediately see a bridge filled with a few ensigns that have been waiting eagerly for the senior staff to arrive. Um, they immediately stand at attention as all of you filter off the two turbo lifts flanking on either side. Different from the Galaxy class, instead of wall of computers in the back, you actually see a full ship display. So the entire back wall is a, is a visual of the USS Ross in the systems that are running as well as tactical and damage reports. Um, on both left and right are four segmented stations, four chairs on each side for eight crew members covering operations and sciences, as well as numerous, more than you would normally see on the Starship, engineering stations. Um, the tactical station, is just like it was on a Galaxy class. And behind that beautiful wooden arc paneled frame that, that is over the three command seats in front of it, um, the difference is, is instead of a small panel that bends over the top, you see a larger panel that bra branches off with two side panels and a chair at height for the tactical officer to sit at. Um, and towards the front, the helm stations, instead of just having computer consoles in front of you, are actually long L-shaped, almost in almost similar to the Defiant classes setup, mm -hmm. where both science and helm are side by side in an elongated 
uh, an elongated uh, display as all of you <laughs> settle into your stations. Um, <clears throat> Exio, you immediately get authorization, um, or rather, contact, um, as Dr. Andrea has chirped you in as you're stepping up onto the bridge. You can see on the view screen Earth down below. And you hear um, immediately as Vryn sits down at the seat and his, at the helm, he just goes, oh, this is a new chair. <sighs> Uh, Captain, we're being hailed by Dr. Andrea Redgrave. That's great. Coming right through. Um, comes up on screen, you see the very warm face of Dr. Andrea Redgrave, and she says, Captain, are you settling in? Just arrived on the bridge, and we're making ourselves comfy in the chairs and data course. Good, good. I just wanted to see you off. Exio. I want to just lightly, like, show my hand to her mm -hmm. and take the ring off. Okay. And I don't disappear. Um, hollow emitters on the bridge immediately catch on, and you feel, the moment you remove the ring, you feel a full integration of your computers, uh, of your, essentially, the your data complex has been integrated into the computer core alongside the rest of the information that's being processed. Your computer core is now essentially linked to the USS Ross. And all of the hollow emitters in the bridge immediately activate. I look up from the L cars and I go, we got her, Doctor. Well, I'm not a superstitious person, but good luck. I'll send you a postcard. You see this warm smile and without another word, so much being said in the silence. If you didn't know any better, it would look like a mother who's watching her daughter go to college. <laughs> and she gives you a look, and it says everything. And it deactivates. And the turbo lift doors open again. Shh. I slide it back on. There's a quiet moment that's shattered from the noise of saying, Which one of you? Is Chief Tech? Yeah, yeah uh, that's me. Um, standing in the turbo lift doorway is wearing a long lab coat, a very disgruntled-looking Tellerite, who says, "You're Chief Tech." Y yeah. Is Tech a Bolian name? Well, yeah, it's a it's a family name. Uh, I, wh uh, who may I do the honor of speaking with? Uh, Delbulch Moroni. Oh. I'm, uh... What are you doing? I don't know this particular... You shake my hand. Oh, okay. How long have you been in Starfleet? Why? Well, no, you don't get it now. I'm not actually in Starfleet. Can I help you? Yes, I'm the senior design engineer of the USS Ross. I need to talk to you for a second. Uh, Captain, do you mind if I borrow your chief engineer? Sure. Use my ready room. Thank you. Captain. And Shh. The ready room stepping in has not been given the Aziri Zul touch, but it is a big ready room that is empty and ready to be moved into. Uh, you step in and he, as the door is closed, he goes, <sighs> Right, all right. <laughs> so, I'm gonna tell you something. 
It's a little off the record. I need you to not freak out, all right? I can't promise anything. You're an engineer. Keep it together. All right, okay. I'm going to tell you something engineer from in to engineer, okay? Yeah. This is not something new. It's not top secret. It's just something from engineer to engineer. You don't need to go telling a bunch of people because it's I, just going to freak them out. I get it. Just spit it out already. All right. The Ross has got two warp cores. You know that. Okay. <laughs> Very familiar. It's ridiculous that it has two warp cores, but we've already let that ship sail, so we're just going to move on. Okay. <laughs> because it's got two warp cores, she's putting out a lot of power. Yeah. Right? Okay, so here's the thing about that. When the mains are online, don't run the second warp core, okay? Uh-huh. Why? And because your two warp cores at once, you're gonna fill the entire ship with a juicing of plasma. If that thing gets hit, if anything happens to the ship with two warp cores feeding power to every system, every EPS conduit, the ship will become a bomb. An antimatter bomb. Oh my goodness. We don't want that. I am so glad that you went out of your way to tell me. Well, I would never have found that out on my own. Oh my gosh, oh my goodness. If only I were qualified. Ah, what will I do? <laughs> well, see, now it's funny because that sarcasm would normally be deserved, except I see here that you made alterations for an ejection core system for both of these cores to be ejected at the same time. And the problem with that, Chief, yeah. is that they operate on the same system. So if it fails, you're not ejecting any damn thing. Mm. What well. did you do for three days? <laughs> You successfully rigged the ship to be able to eject a warp core at yeah. the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says, now, I, I, I understand, and I, I appreciate the concern, but we're talking about going into some, shall we say, tactical unknowns, and so we just want to be fully prepared for every scenario. Great, great, great. So then we're going to pretend you weren't sarcastic to the person that helped build this damn ship, and instead, we're going to say, you took my piece of advice, and you're not gonna use both warp cores at the same time unless your back's against the wall. Because a bomb in space, bad, and six years of my life vaporizing 2,000 people is not how I wanna be remembered. You know what? On that, we're on agreement. You're gonna do fine. He shakes your hand. You're gonna do just fine. I know. Are Obolians this abrasive? It's nice. We prefer acidic. I'm gonna change my mind about you. Hey, hey, love the ship. This is both Gina and Ballerin freaking out over there right now. <laughs> All right, get out of my way. I'm gonna get out of here. So yeah, you get out of the way. Husband flashbacks. <laughs> um, steps off the bridge and says, pauses and looks around, and for a second, there's a bit of sentiment on the Tellerite's face as he watches people take seats. And you see that hard exterior fall away as he pauses and looks around and he just puts his hand on the wall. And as he reaches up, you see him run his fingers over the plaque that says USS Ross. And he pats it and looks back at you, Captain, and says, you're gonna do fine. And then he looks up at the plaque and you can barely hear him whisper, take care. As I walk back to my station, you hear me muttering like, God, it's been a while since I've dealt with a Tellarite. I hope that went okay. So, <laughs> Owen has been sort of awkwardly standing on the bridge for a while. Oh, did Owen not catch it? the... I'm standing too. Your I'm seat yeah. is right next to the captain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where Deanna Troy mm -hmm. would sit. Yeah, that's, that's what <laughs> I... This is what 
Aki figure. <laughs> um, and then about that point, you hear Vren say, Captain, we have been authorized and cleared to leave space dock. Load it up. Ready if you are. Sensors on. Sensors on. Medbay's ready. Humming. Sorry, I couldn't hear you over the humming. <laughs> Medbay's ready. Oh, Medbay is perfect. I love it. Oh yes, it's ready. Oh, we're. Oh yes. Thrusters nominal. Absolutely, Captain. Ready for adventure. I think I am. Well then, Lieutenant Brown. Maneuvering thrusters. Maneuvering thrusters, aye, Captain. Clearing all moorings. Time to go. And with that, you hear the engines activate on the USS Ross. On star bases and on the shuttles and the ships that are watching, there's a celebration taking place as Starfleet's latest ship of the line begins to roll out of space dock, Ox crew settling into their spaces as slowly but surely the USS Ross begins to pull out. And with that, the adventures of the USS Ross begin. And we leave.